0: Welcome to the Truckers Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy Kay Finks. And we're back, episode 115. Yeah. Man, let's get right into it, man. No foreplay, just straight doggy style, bro. You gotta you gotta get it wet first. You just can't. Fuck that shit. No, I'm, letting... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, man. That All right, let's get right into it. Um uh, mental health break uh, there's a lot of shit going on in the world right now man there's a this it's the obvious you know the george floyd the the protests the riots the fucking president the the, the, the tweets all mm-hmm. the shit going on in the, in the world man and there's a lot of facebook arguments instagram arguments all kind of shit going on and what you got to understand is in the middle of all this madness that's going on in the world you got to give yourself a mental health break yeah you, you can't constantly be in the battlefield of social media. Yes, you heard it correctly, the battlefield of social media because that's what it turns into, a war of words with they um the thing the problem too is you got minimum characters and you can't really express yourself the right way but you keep trying and you're ruining your mental health. Yeah. I think I think uh George not George Floyd, excuse me. I think Joe Rogan did he made a pretty profound statement on that podcast we listened to. He said that um, social media facilitates mental health. Yeah. Like, depending on how you're feeling. Like, if you're feeling fucked up, you're going to say some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. And depending on how you feel, you're going to sway either way. But that's my two cents.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Like, I'm, and me, I'm speaking from experience because, like, throughout the whole week, you... Seeing different things, you hop on Twitter and it's just constant like negativity. It's back to back to back to back to back. Um, there was some, and there was some stuff that I had heard about but hadn't actually seen. Right. And I think it was a moment where the old white man, um, he got pushed over by the troops, right? And he busted his head open. No, that was the cops. Oh, the cops, sorry, yeah. he got busted. I mean, the, the cops pushed him over and then he fell. And it was, it was like a, it was, it was almost like like normalized in my head a little bit like he walked up to him and then he pushed him and then once I saw saw his head was bleeding and then I was just like yo I gotta get off Twitter like this is like this is just too much for me right now and then uh um, I just went to you know my social media and, and and let people know that you have to like you know it's cool and I and I'm I'm, I'm proud of everyone that's out there being vocal about you know what's going on in the world, but at the same time, like your mental health is more important than um, a lot of this stuff. And not to say that you, you know, you can't be out there on the front lines, but you're you're no good to our community if you're if you're stressed if your if your mental health is not in order. So you definitely have to um let's take a break because it's not normal to be consuming all of this this negativity. Because no. like right now, it was just. You know, normally it's just George Floyd. And George Floyd is just the only news that we hear for months and months and months. And then we follow the court case. We follow you know all the um the the proceedings and all of these things and you know, we hear from the lawyers and we hear from um both sides and the DA and all these things. Um and it's this, this ongoing trial. But this um current situation it was and it's almost like, you know, the world was you know, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it was just like George Floyd was just this catalyst to a bunch of other stuff. Right, so right, right now, it's like George Floyd happened, and then we see another guy um, pop up, and then another guy. Then the freaking monuments are going down, and right. then it's just like back to back to back all this stuff. So I yeah. just like. I just want you know a lot of you guys, you listeners out there to just know that it's okay to log off your Instagram. It's okay to yeah. log off your Twitter, um, uninstall those apps on your phone for a day or so, hop back on. It's going to be the same conversations when oh, you yeah. come back. You ain't going to miss
0: nothing. So. Yeah, you're not missing shit. Mm-hmm. I think what it is, too, like I mentioned on, on the previous episode is... We're hyper aware of what's going on in the world and we're very sensitive to it because right now the world is still stopped. This is the first time since 1918 where the world basically stopped and a lot of businesses are closed and a lot of people are not doing much. So this, this information is hitting them twice as hard because Uh they don't, they don't have the daily distractions that normally take them away. You know, usually you like, you see a black man or somebody of color get killed or shot by the police or you see some big event happen. And you know, you have those distractions, but right now this almost feels like cataclysmic to people because they don't have anything else to take their mind off this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, Oh my God, is this is the end of the world. The Antichrist. What the fuck is going on? Oh God, what the, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's always something new. And then they fucking threw the murder hornets in there. You notice that the, the murder, murder hornets, hornets have probably been the least significant story recently that's so it wasn't even a story really yeah they just threw that in there yeah Yeah, it's like you know here let me it's almost like they made a uh uh they made like a uh a media sandwich right you got (laughs) you got fucking COVID 19 and we're scared about that and then you know you got well aubrey these are real stories you know obviously but it's like you compile them on with other media uh, media conversations around the main thing Mm -hmm. and they're like you know what fuck it no It's mm-hmm. almost like you making the sounds like, let me throw an extra slice of cheese. And it's yeah. like, here, take these murder, murder yeah. hornets.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Freaking murder
0: hornets. Yeah. I, I, nobody takes them serious unless they probably seen a murder hornet. But it's like, yo, like, I just, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot. Just make sure you take a break. You don't need to be on this shit 24 7. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. All right. Uh, switching gears. Um, people boycotting companies that support the trump administration right now um me and keith were talking about this before the podcast and like they had a list but you know i guess wendy's it came out and said that they didn't make us they made a statement like yo we didn't say that whatever but th- this is just for the sake of conversation just generally speaking um i don't really believe in boycotting companies because they don't support x and y like depending on the infraction of the situation like, I'm not going to like if somebody did something to kids or something, then I'm like, nah, I can't fuck with the burgers no more. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's just the fucking president. Um, My deal is this. I'm not willing to like not eat a cheeseburger because they support this administration. I'm not supporting him. I'm supporting the four for four from Wendy's. OK, God damn yeah. it. You know, I want them goddamn nuggets with their little burger on the side. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't have much to do. Like, I, it's not that deep to me. Um, me personally, I'm not a fan of Trump. All right? I've made that known. I don't bash the dude because I don't like giving him energy like that. But regardless of that being the fact or not, I just don't want to stand on this this deal where I'm standing firm on all these things like I'm not eating McDonald's. I'm not eating there first food, fast food. First of all, it's trash food, um, but it tastes good. Uh, <laughs> and I don't feel like I'm a traitor to anybody if I eat a cheeseburger. That's just my uh, this is my my truth, I guess.
1: Yeah, it, it's just it's um it's kind of one of those things. Like in reality, um like I said before, I know people personally that have voted for Donald Trump, and you know I don't I get along with them pretty good. Right. right you know right. we're they're not calling me niggers, and I'm not calling them crackers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like we get along perfectly good, but um yeah i just don't put much stock into it because like if you really wanted to go down that wormhole you would be sick to yourself oh yeah fuck yeah. yeah you you wouldn't really be able to shop in nowhere outside of you know maybe the mom and pop store fucking
0: you know. 99 cents yeah
1: yeah yeah because like all these people really were well, really when you have money you're all in cahoots like have you true i'm sure like you you you've watched um People duke it out on, you know, whatever Fox News or, you know, whatever, whatever, uh, CNN or whatever. And then at the end of it, they're like, hey, see you, you know, have a good one. I hope to do this again. Like, that's, that's the kind of energy... That happens in this uh in this space also like right. there's a bunch of billionaires like you know billionaires and millionaires and billion dollar companies all these people have money, and they're all sending it to both sides, so it doesn't you know it's not really like as far as like nike they you know they can support like the n r a and then they can also support colin Kaepernick so right you got like Walmart exactly. that is like. You know, they essentially have the lowest prices, but they also have like they're the biggest gun sellers in the world. So it's like you you can't you can't really maneuver like that no you know i i think you, i guess you can if you're you know this extreme liberal and you want to you know only shop at mom and pop stores and this but it's going to be very difficult for you to 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 live a normal life if you're if you're doing those kind of things
0: yeah it's, it's some people have extreme beliefs man mm-hmm. and, and at, the, at the end of the day like you have to stand on this if that's not really who you are don't do it because you're gonna yeah. com- you're gonna commit to something and you're not gonna stand on that and it's a waste of your time yeah um not to mention all these companies, they're in bed together, man. Yeah, they are in bed together. They benefit. So, like for example, I've seen a bunch of people that were burning their Nikes because they had a deal with Colin Kaepernick. But what they don't realize is Nike also donated to uh, a re- Republican. What was it? Was it a uh, was it the Trump administration that they, they donated mm-hmm. to as well? I don't know for sure. Yeah, I don't don't quote me on that. But uh, they basically were dealing with polar opposites, but doing business with both because it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt them. Mm-hmm. Don't you understand? Like. That's why it's it's pointless for you to stand on these things unless it's something that you genuinely m- want to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> it's just weird because you know I know gay people that go to like Chick Fil A, right? So I just I don't really know mm. like <laughs> chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I just love y'all nuggets. I just love Dick Fil A. I mean, chick Fil A.
0: That's the name of the podcast. Dick. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, what's the name of that sauce they got there? Polynesian sauce. I just love Dick Fillet and that Polynesian sauce they put on there. Mm. Uh, That's funny. That sauce so creamy. It's so creamy.
1: That's funny. Nah, oh, um, did you see that uh, somebody put out like these? Like they did some research on Kanye West, uh-huh. and it was basically um, uh, G- GLC. You know, GLC. No, I guess that? he's like a, a former good music artist or whatever. But he did the Red the Red Pill podcast. Okay, yeah. Uh, what's the dude's name? I forget his name. Uh Van Lathan. Yeah, Van Lathan. He did the Red Pill podcast with Van Lathan, and basically he was saying like him and, and this is like a year ago, but uh huh. They finally like pieced together the information. Oh, I like, seen it. Yeah. yeah. But basically he was saying like Kanye West was he was basically like playing both sides of the yeah. fence. He was, like, he was like, Kanye West told him like he was trying to get people out of prison and stuff. Yeah, and he, said it, it. he wasn't making anything happen until he right. put the MAGA hat on. Yeah, he said it wasn't nothing that was happening until I put the hat on. Yeah. yeah. But then they pulled up the stuff because somebody was like, man, Kanye West, like, you know, I'm sure he supported Donald Trump financially. And then right. somebody pulled up the stats and it was like, nope. he only voted for, I mean, not voted, he but he only Hillary, supported Stan Hillary me. financially. I was yeah. like,
0: this is what people know. do. Not to mention, I'm sure that Kanye's you know, had some type of substantial. Uh, and, I mean, he's worth one point three or six billion dollars now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like you notice, like the, you can leverage these relationships with people in high places. <clears throat> so I don't know if there's a direct correlation. So I don't want to, you know, you know, jump out the window and say that. Yeah, but shit, you never know, man. You, yeah, you, you never know. Who knows? This the the. The, the point that we're trying to make is the fact that a lot of these companies are in bed with each other. So when you think you're doing something that's righteous or you're standing on something, you need to do research on it. And you're going to find out how much you're contradicting yourself. Not
1: not to mention, like, Amazon is the worst company for America that oh my there god! Is. Like, you. they're... They, it, In twenty years, it may just be Amazon. Right. In twenty years, it may be the United States of Amazon. I made that reference before, but like that's a serious thing because they're pushing out all the mom and pop stores. Like I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and I sell stuff on Amazon. Right. So like, what I do is, you know, find different deals wholesale, find deals at a cheaper price, Mm -hmm. and then I put them on Amazon. Uh, You know, I'm basically playing the middleman. Right. But you know that's uh what amazon started doing is at at one point in time it was amazon was just the website or the medium in which independent contractors like myself would sell things through right. but amazon what they started doing now is selling things themselves mm. so it's like uh, if you go on there, like for me, if you went on there, it would be like, you know, maybe like a a, a lens adapter or, or right. you know, an, an Aladdin toy or whatever. And it would be like Blue Giant, you know, as the person selling it. But now it's like Amazon.com is selling, you know, their products on Amazon.com. And, what's, and what that essentially is doing is like basically pushing out all the people like me around America, around the world that are like doing the same thing. So it's like it's like. First, they're killing the mom and pop stores. Now they're killing, like, the, you know, the, the, the Amazon sellers. And, you know, one thing. You know, one thing after another, and essentially, like, there's not going to be a Walmart anymore. It's no. not going to be a Target. It's just going to be Amazon. And now they're doing it, like, the groceries and tapping yeah. into different, you know, different things. So it's
0: going to get ugly. Within the next couple of years, Amazon gonna be selling pussy too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon Pussy Prime, man. <laughs> God. Goddamn, Jeff Bezos is That's fucking, funny. He is cornering the market of everything, man. <laughs> this motherfucker is on another level, man. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos might try to fucking infiltrate. He's going to infiltrate everything that he probably has no business doing.
1: Yeah. Sucks, man. Yeah.
0: You'd be like, man, (laughs) in the next 200 years, they're going to be like, why is Jeff Bezos in the Bible? Wait, what the (laughs) hell? Oh my God. <laughs> it's like man, King, this nigga lying. He is not uh-uh. the King Jeff Bezos version. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And I said Jeff Bezos,
1: uh, uh, Elon Musk called him out. He said what we need like- to break up Amazon.
0: Oh, he did because they're turning into a monopoly. Yeah, yeah, they are, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants he wants to take over everything, man. Yeah, Amazon. Uh, fucking Jeff Bezos reminds me of that cartoon Pinky and the Brain. Yeah, I mean, he's like, what are we gonna do today? <laughs> what we try to do every day. Try take to take over the world wow.
1: yeah. <laughs> That's Jeff Bezos That's how you wake up Every day Like I just want I want my own country look,
0: Jeff Bezos Look And what's funny about Like It's like the world Switched so much mm-hmm. There's so much Black support That it's become The new Like switch Yes. And it's companies like, you know, we stand in solidarity with our black community. We support, you know, and they say like Black Lives Matter. I'm thinking like, yo, I don't buy this, dog. I don't buy this from y'all because at the end of the day, why hasn't this why hasn't this been the narrative? Yeah. Right? It took it took the coronavirus and all this other shit and a black man being murdered for nine minutes for you to stand in solidarity with black people. <laughs> Y'all so trash. I mean, you don't give a fuck about Amazon. Don't give a fuck about black people. They give a fuck about black packages, man. No. As <laughs> they, they know, we spend a lot of money on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. They, all they give a fuck is, is about shipping them Jordans. They don't yeah. give a fuck about, yeah. fuck about shit else. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, come on, Jeff. Nobody's nobody's falling for. That yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: it's, I and I appreciate people kind of switching their. Switching their thoughts and stuff on on the black community and yeah, like the allies and stuff. But mm-hmm. you almost have to like look at people skeptically because yeah, you don't know if they're just doing it just for the sake of you know yeah, like a you know like a promotional thing.
0: Hundred percent. A lot there's a lot of virtue signaling going on too. Yeah, there's some people that's like posting that black picture on Instagram and just because they see everybody doing it, they feel like it's the thing to do. Versus, and I'm not saying everybody's doing it. I su- appreciate the support. I mm-hmm. I appreciate the uh, awareness I think it's all great But at the same time I question some of it too Yeah, Because you know This is some shit That we've been going through As a black community For 400 years And now everybody's Hopping on it Like don't I don't want this shit To be the next Popeye's chicken sandwich Okay Yeah, Popeye's chicken sandwich Everybody was talking about that A few months ago Now they ain't talking About it no more mm-hmm. Okay this is something That black people Have been going through For 400 fucking years So if you're gonna Jump on this boat You better be ready to ride this motherfucker all the way until we actually get what we deserve. And I'm not just saying that as a black man like we. I mean, we as an Americans. Yeah. As Americans, we should feel bad if everyone is not. Look, here's the thing. The biggest issue with America is we all don't view it the same until we all view it the same. There is a problem. Yeah. Okay. so shit's got to change. Okay, but. Yeah, Amazon man, he pays uh workers uh, three cents a day, God, so I don't man. know. <laughs> I, you know what? You know it sucks. I
1: had a, I've recently had a shift in like the way I I think because right, right, right. At one point in time, you know, and we talked about it before. Is like you know you got to play the game. Like this is yeah. capitalism. This yeah, is America. Sir. But at the same time, <clears throat> there's it's almost like. You know, what What these big corporations are doing is they're creating an unfair advantage because they have such a huge lead on right. America that there isn't going to be able to be like a small business owner that that can no. come up. Unless they're like more than likely, unless they're in a tech space and they create right. a new app, I don't see a lot of room for building the next Walmart or building no. the next Target. It's, it's almost I, impossible now. No,
0: but the same thing is, is if you're a person that that wants to innovate anything, you can't. You can't have the same type of model as yeah. it's not going to work no more. Yeah. You're going to have to you're going to have to create something that is not you are have to create something that's so original that nobody's using it. If that's you, why it, I love Elon Musk so much. Right. If mm-hmm. you could find something and you could create something that nobody has used or created, mm-hmm. then now you're going to corner the market because the only thing that can happen from there is they would have to replicate what you're doing. And yeah, they would have to legitimately uh, go through you first.
1: Yeah then you do that and then the whole vertical integration right far, like that's what amazon that's what i was describing earlier is, as far as like what amazon is doing like amazon sells batteries now they sell Damn. like chargers like dildos you know, and they shit. have like that <laughs> <laughs> have you ever got you've seen like the amazon basics uh-uh. and it's basically like you know their generic version of you know their great value version right. of whatever yeah so right. they're doing that it's just it's all vertical integration so they're trying to their own eventually amazon may just be like a bunch of amazon branded things like, oh yeah of course mm-hmm. i
0: think i already seen that coming they're gonna yeah. get into food probably too yeah it's gonna be like amazon uh amazon cupcakes or like yeah. amazon cookies yeah yeah whatever yeah. the case like what's the point of not there's no point of not doing that yeah they want to be in your life they, wanna, they, wanna, they want to they, they want to they want to they want to they want to they want you to use their appliances. Yeah. They want you to eat their food. They want you to fucking like Amazon
1: Utopia. Yeah,
0: yeah, Amazon Utopia. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen that movie, um, Demolition Man? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, it's a movie with Wesley Snipes and uh, Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm. and they're in. The, they basically they <clears> get <throat> frozen. They get frozen, and uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone is a cop, and uh, Wesley Snipes is like a really crazy criminal. And they get released into the future, and uh-huh. what, and what they find out is that Taco Bell is the only restaurant. Everything is Taco Bell. God dang. Right, and it basically said like the food wars, like make, uh, Taco Bell was the only one to make it out. Damn. and then they, <laughs> it's hilarious. They went to like a yeah. restaurant, and and then uh, Sandra Bullock was like, "Yeah, everything's Taco Bell." God damn! That shit was crazy. Yeah, Sandra Bullock is she's sexy, man. I've seen some, <laughs> I've seen some old movies with Sandra Bullock in it. I was like, wow, That's I didn't realize that. Yeah. She's still pretty cute now. She's a little older now. Mm-hmm. Yep. She could get it with that bird box going on. <laughs> Put those fucking blindfolds was in there on. getting
1: smacked, huh? Oh, yeah, that black dude. What's
0: that, what's that black dude's name? Yeah. I forget. That I, black I forget dude's name, name. you kind of look like Keith a little bit. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's
0: <was> funny. <laughs> oh, man, switching gears. Uh Jake Paul has been charged after video shows him looting in Arizona Mall. Okay. Uh, first of all, Jake Paul is rich. I think he's worth like $16 million or some shit like that. He'd probably make that in a year. Yeah. On a YouTube so YouTube money getting. Here's the deal, man. Um, the problem I have with this ultimately is um, this is a very serious situation going on. Like the whole conversation of what's going on in the world is a very serious one. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the death of George Floyd and the things that spawned after that, like you mentioned earlier, like George Floyd was the catalyst, right? So these protests slash riots have been happening and people are opportunists so they looked at this situation and said hey let me do this you know let me go and steal and break some shit for yeah. nothing yeah. and this guy even being around looters is completely ignorant like yeah and what's, what's weird about it too is he was hoping probably for a viral moment and that's what happens you when thought
1: you thought it would go good for him, huh? You like, thought yeah, it would go. Yeah, I'm not here with the black people supporting.
0: Yeah, it's like you're yeah. not supporting anything. You're su- you're supporting you're supporting uh uh foolery. Yeah, you're you're supporting tom foolery. That's what you're doing. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go all the way into my old white guy bag. This is complete malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> what you hogwash This, is, doing, hog- this is complete hogwash. This <laughs> complete fucking hogwash. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, man. It's complete hogwash. You know, Um, there is no excuse for this. This is any this is inexcusable. Yeah. And you're capitalizing on a moment Mm -hmm. uh, when in actuality you need to understand that things that happen in moments don't always have a long term effect. Like if you're not doing something with substance, it's not going to put you in a good light. Yeah. So you have to be careful, especially when you have a platform, because in the next 10 years. What are people going to remember you for? You're not going to be a legend because you did dumb shit. The only people I know that did dumb shit that are legends for it is the guys on Jackass. Those are the only persons that I yeah. really. They did dumb shit. They let alligators bite them in the asshole and shit, and they they ate boo boo, all kind of weird shit. But it
1: it was it was a different tone with them, like yeah, like they were just having fun. They were out right. there. It was no, they never disrespected nobody. They wasn't right. out there just like. You know, disturbing the peace. They're yeah. just having fun and doing stupid stuff. And
0: you know what's you know what's original about them though? That's a good point, Keith. You know what's original about the the jackass guys is they did this shit pre internet yeah. blast. They did like it was internet, but it was pre social media. That's, that's so, that show would be huge if oh it was my, going on right now. Honestly, I don't know if it would be huge now. You don't think so? No, because you gotta understand that people are uh they how can I put this? People are master replicators. Yeah. Right? So what they see, oh that's cool, I'm gonna do it now. That's what TikTok is. You still see people doing the same fucking TikToks that have been going on, the I'm a Savage challenge. Every other five minutes is another girl. I'm a savage. Yeah. Classy boot mm. and like, yo, yeah. I've seen this fucking challenge eighty million times. Do something else. But I feel like I feel like
1: that's true. But I also feel like that that um the way they structured it, like into right. a show. Like I feel like there's people on YouTube and World Star that have done some of those things like right. accidentally, right, but they're doing all these things intentionally, and it's
0: every week. hundred percent. So, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. But yeah. yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um. I just think that this is not the time for you to try to capitalize on this. Like you're trying yeah. to gain some form of uh, uh, you're just hoping for you're capitalizing on a serious issue. You're just hoping to find something that you could share on Instagram to post a selfie of you with a mask on. Uh, he had a stolen bottle of champagne in his hand from, but uh, f- from a uh, uh, P.F. Chang's, I believe it was. Wow! I'm just like,
1: dude, what the fuck? Man? You know, you know, what's sad. Like about that situation is, it's just like pure ignorance, and that's hi- that's him though. Like mm-hmm. that's he's done. You yeah. can you can count on, you know, your fingers and toes the number of times he's done like this ignorant yeah. stuff uh, for social media or for YouTube or whatever, but. What would have been more of a viral moment, and would have, would have been like something where he could actually stand on, is be really being out there at a protest. A hundred percent. Somebody would have snapped a picture of you, and they would have been like, "Oh, snap, Jake!" You know, Jake
2: right.
1: uh, was it Jake Paul, or Logan Paul, Jake, Jake, yeah, Jake Paul. You know, he really out here with the you know yeah. people protesting. He's really yeah. with the he's really with the movement. But instead, 100%. you
0: choose to like just be ignorant. You know what this told me about Jake Paul more than anything is he doesn't give a fuck Mm -hmm. because if you gave a fuck you wouldn't be doing that bullshit you got you make too much money you got a platform you out here looting because you care more about being a fool than supporting a serious movement if you're going to be involved in any capacity in the the looting or just in the protests or just being out in the streets around people do the right thing man yeah you got a platform imagine imagine me and keith four years from now some events happen me and Keith are big time podcasters. are making a lot of money, and then all of a sudden, you know, you see me doing some shit I have no business doing. You're like, "Yo, like, I I can't believe Eddie would do something like that." Yeah, I think with me it would be a little different because I I move in accordance to what I really say. So if I'm doing some shit I shouldn't do, I think it would I would lose a lot of uh, support. Yeah, because they'd be like, "Yo, the Eddie talks about stupid people on a podcast, and now look at him doing something dumb." Like, yeah, I'm not listening to that podcast anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the right way to react because, you know, I wouldn't want to listen to no person preach to me or say anything, or and they doing something contrary to what they put out into the world. Yeah, this is so fucking stupid.
1: Did you see the uh, the 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 girl that got fired for posing for a fake uh, picture? Uh posing for a fake. I didn't see she, that. She she works for some blog or something. I think she's uh-huh. a writer or a journalist or something. Right. And basically what happened, somebody and that's the, the power this is so is so powerful and beautiful right. that we have camera phones now high quality right, right, and we can right. capture pretty much it. it's good and bad, but right, right, we right. can capture all this nonsense, that's nonsense that's going on at this time. right, right. right. So this lady, I forget her name, um, and I don't really care to look it up either because right. she don't deserve no, you know, no right. limelight. But basically what she did, she there was a, a Mexican dude that right. was putting up, or he might have, you know, some type of Hispanic, but he was putting up um, boards on the windows of, of a, I don't uh. know if this is a, a clothing store or what, but he was putting up the, the boards okay. on the windows. Okay. And she, pull, she pulled up with her boyfriend or whatever. They hopped out of the car. She grabbed a face mask and then uh, like a... Uh, a drill yeah. And she stood And posed for a picture Took the picture Hopped right back in the car And drove off Oh my And then God. somebody was like And you could You know we can tell Like right. if it was a white voice Or a black voice it, yeah. it sounded like a white person And that was just like like, sarcastically cheering her on, like, yeah, there you go. Support Black Lives Matter. Yeah, go do that. Support Black Lives Matter. <laughs> and then she just hopped in her car and just drove off. And wow. Then the, yeah. It's just so sad. But it, it went viral because LeBron James caught it. And he retweeted it. And Du Rene also retweeted it. And, and it was like, yo, so this
0: is what we doing now? Like wow. Y'all, y'all sorry. Yeah. I she, think Andrew Schultz mentioned something in, in that tone where he said, this is looting. He said uh, that when you're looking for, like, social cachet, for doing something and you're lying about it you're looting mm-hmm. you, even if you're not stealing from a place and you're you're trying to look good for doing something while you in the action of actually not doing yeah. he said that's looting and i think that was a that's actually a very genius way of looking at it that's true because you're 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 putting it out there as if you're doing something great when in actuality you are full of fucking shit yeah and you you don't you're misleading people like you want people to believe you're a good person instead of actually being a good person yeah how about you get out of your fucking car and actually if you actually boarded up something and did it and took a picture of it yeah i would still be like yo why the fuck you gotta post that but at the same time you would have a real reason to do it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but oh man i i don't put anything past people anymore yeah, you know, I, I I hate I hate it that we live in a world where somebody will be handing a homeless person a sandwich, but be like, hey hey, hey yo hey, you take a selfie of me giving this homeless person a sandwich. Yeah. How about you just give him a fucking sandwich, motherfucker? Okay, It'll
1: go on with your life.
0: Yeah, give him a fucking sandwich and leave him, and then leave. You don't need a, a picture of you and a homeless man giving the fucking sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yep, yeah. that's crazy, man. And we want we want we want affirmation for everything nowadays. Mm-hmm. It is that is just. It is just, I don't know, man.
1: Yeah. I can't find a word to really describe I, yeah. it. Yeah. I feel like in this time, it's just important to do the work. You don't yeah. got to be out there, um, you know, posting that everything you did. You don't got to post the amount of money that you donated to the George Floyd campaign right. or whatever. Right. Um, just just do the work and, and, and be able to live with that because it could get real, like, it could get real Tricky for a lot of people that are out there, like just clout chasing during this time. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy.
0: Yeah, chill out. This is really disingenuous. Yeah, you know, just cut the bullshit. All Mm -hmm. right, Uh, switching gears. Uh, The majority has joined the minority. Let me explain what I mean by that. There is a lot of white America that's seeing how fucked up shit is for people of color Mm -hmm. and they're pissed off, right? And the, the reason why I could tell is I've never seen this many white people. marching with black people in the historical context of it you know with Martin Luther king you know there was white people there too yeah but i think right now due to the fact that we didn't have any distractions and nobody had work and whatnot and then you know i think a lot of white america dug deep and found out yo black people are really oppressed like this really shit go and it's fucked up because we've been going through for a long time yeah and now you're seeing um Change is happening and that mm-hmm. happens when The voice of the minority drowns out The majority but in order for that to happen A lot of the majority has to join The minority and that's what's happening Yeah, It's beautiful though I'm not the type of person to say wow When they barely find out that black people are Getting treated wrong and it's like mm-hmm. no I'm not doing that I think that having an Ally is a great thing mm-hmm. you know And using using your privilege To combat prejudice Is great now people are saying Why is all this talk about privilege, man? What's up with all this talk about privilege? Let me explain what privilege is. You have to acknowledge you have a privilege. As a man, I have a privilege in America, okay? Let me explain what privilege is. Me, I'm a big black dude, pretty strong guy. Let's say if me and a woman who was comparable to me, who looked like she was pretty physically fit, whatever, if we both show up to a construction job at the same time and apply, guess who's getting that job? Mm -hmm. i am you know why i know that because i have certain privileges as a man over women in america remember that a black man was president before a white woman was barack obama president hillary clinton not president (laughs) now does that make a little more sense to you okay Mm -hmm. let me proceed with what i was saying um i think it's beautiful that this is happening and i think that it's i think it's dope man and You're seeing a lot of shit going on. Um, Keith uh, told me some pretty interesting stats. There's certain programs on Netflix and and other things that have rose. On Netflix, this is on Netflix, Dear White People, right? Yeah. On Netflix, a show called Dear White People, uh, it grew by 329% over the last week. Mm -hmm. which is crazy. And then uh, that song, This Is America, went up to number two on Spotify. Mm-hmm. I think there are people 1.1 1. 1 million streams Yeah And I, I think I think what's happening is Is there are a lot of people That are that are really Patching together history Because I mean A lot of them People have been lied to Oh yeah they have, They've been And it's been lied to About how great America is When in actuality You got black people Being hung You got black people Not having Not having rights You got black people Getting bombed You know Domestic terrorism, terrorism Taking place in America Nobody knew about it yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now we've all came to a time where we said enough is enough. Fuck this shit. Mm-hmm. And you got a lot of pissed off white people, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is going on. I think I think you know if you if you think about our 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 school careers, you you kind of grow up, you learn about Martin Luther King, there may be and I don't even think we ever really learn about Malcolm X right. outside of the fact that he was like more of a, a A contrary to what Martin Luther King did. Right, right, right. But you learn a lot about Martin Luther King. Um, You learn a little bit about slavery. Yeah. Um, You learn a little bit about, you know, the Native Americans and Christopher Columbus. Yeah. But only in the context of who actually came here first. Right. It was never really about what, you know, what uh, these Europeans did when they came over here. Right. So... Basically, it's just like, you know, we always talk about history being written by the winner. So there's this history that's, right. that this, this, um, they, I forget what they call it, but basically, like, you know, not necessarily lying, but when you're omitting the truth, I 100%. forget what they call it. Um, so they call it something like an omission by, lying by omission right um so a lot of that goes on with american history but now what's happened is that there's this thing called google (laughs) and (laughs) there's so much information on there right and there's history told from um various different perspectives and there's also and also you don't even have to do that much work because if you're scrolling through twitter at this current time i could probably open my thing now and it's probably some article from somebody it was like just today um Excuse me. Mark Wahlberg was on there and he was like, yo, we need a change and we need, um, we need to support black lives. And they was like, hold up, Mark Wahlberg. Pulled up the Wikipedia page, screenshot it. <laughs> five, six, seven hate crimes, calling people niggers and, well, um, calling Vietnamese out of their names yeah. and punching people in their face. They're like, hold on, Mark Wahlberg. You need to, you know, you yeah. know, it's cool that you want to support us, but you got to reconcile with your own sins. 100%. And, you know, that's kind of what, Twitter and Instagram is at the moment right. it's like it's just this this um, this wormhole of a bunch of different stories and a bunch of right. facts that you know was omitted in our in our schooling right so i think that's the, that's the beautiful thing about this current time 100%. and there's so many different voices out there that you know somebody out there like i didn't know about about mark walberg but somebody on twitter did and they shared it and mm-hmm. another person shared it, and another oh. and it just went viral and then it popped up on my thing and i'm like oh snap like Ooh. you i'm looking at this dude differently now yeah so i think that's the the beautiful but, thing about the social media but also yeah. like you know, like you were saying, as far as like people recognizing what's really going on in the world and people changing right. their mind. Right. Um, I was at the protest here in Bakersfield, and um, there was uh, people marching and chanting, and it was just a bunch of people walking by that I had seen, and the person leading the chant was it surprised the heck out of me. It was like you know, you know, in school. Like high school, it would be like these segregated groups of people, it'd be like the athletes and then maybe like the The nerds nerds and all that. But then that was also (laughs) the Asians. (laughs) 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 Oh man. But um but there was also that group of like gothic kids like dressed in all black. And that's the guy that was leading the protest. What? The gothic people. Yeah, yeah. He had like all pitch black on, like you know those weird symbols that they be wearing, yeah. the patches of like you know Satan and whatnot. What the <laughs> fuck? he's like Ge- like George Floyd, say his name, George Floyd. I was like, dang, he was sweating and whatnot. I no, was like, he's damn. like George Floyd, say
0: his name, hell, Satan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: uh, the uh, gothic dudes, man. They they, look, they walk around looking. They walk around looking like fucking Marilyn Manson. Yeah, he was like, "Say his name, George Floyd, <laughs> the beautiful people, the beautiful people." <laughs> I'm telling you,
1: man. It'd be oh, weird, straight weird. But hey, man, they 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 are allies now. So yeah, man, yeah. it was dope. It, it was just it was just crazy to see like um all those different people, and especially. Because, you know, the, the beautiful thing about those situations is like when I was standing out there, I was like a lot of people that are out here are the same people that I would have just assumed was racist. Wow, or I would assume that it says a lot you know, about us too. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Or, you know, I would assume that they, you know, they weren't, you know, they didn't necessarily care about black people. Like if you just put these people in, right. a, in a lineup, and I'd be like, oh, you know, he
0: probably hates yeah, me, he and probably he probably is, don't care about right. you know, me. But it, right, it, they out here, so right, and yeah. it's like, yo, I think that it, it it exposed a little bit about myself, and it made, yeah. what it what it made me want to do also is it made me want to speak up. I, like I mentioned the privileged thing earlier with myself being a male in uh, American history. I mean, not American, but in America, excuse me. Yeah. Um, there, Like I mentioned, there's certain privilege, privileges that I have. And I think that when sometimes women may vent their frustrations about something, you can't be quick to dismiss it as a man and say, ah, you know, here they go again. They always complain about something. Yeah. Like, no, you need to use your voice. Mm-hmm. You see something wrong Say something mm-hmm. You know Because they'll, the women They'll need us It's not like they need us But if they need you To voice your opinion And speak up Then speak up God damn it yeah. I'm looking at all these people Speaking up for black people And it does not go unnoticed I appreciate it mm-hmm. Genuinely mm-hmm. Because you know Me and Keith Like we mentioned this A second ago Like you start to assume That nobody gives a fuck About you
1: Yeah. Period
0: Being black in America Is a very unique experience mm-hmm. You know You start being like Man ain't nobody Marching for us man yeah, nobody give a fuck about you know. But Michael that, Jackson said it. They don't really care about us. But Michael Jackson wasn't black. That's the problem. Yeah, he, yeah, he he was past tense. Yeah, and then he turned into a, a, a undercooked hash brown. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: that was funny. Yeah, rest in peace, Michael Jackson, man. Yeah, right there. but yeah, um, it's just it's one of those things, man. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. But mm-hmm. no nah, it, It's it's dope that we got allies And it's something to think about I was thinking about Like what if they made Like a video game That was like uh, Almost like Street Fighter But it was like A 2020 version <laughs> Like imagine It'd be like Racism Racism <laughs> oh, Racism <laughs> Oppression Oppression <laughs> and Then to be the white dude uh, Excuses Excuses
1: Excuses <laughs> Confederate flag 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 <laughs> That's funny, Sonic Riot.
0: <laughs> oh man, that's funny. you get you get hit with an uppercut. You ain't black. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dang, that'd be crazy. You yeah, ain't was... black. You ain't black. You ain't black. <laughs> that's
1: funny oh stuff, man. man. Yo, if you, I mean, if you a single black man out there, I think this is the perfect time to get you some Black Lives Matter pussy. What do you mean? It's a lot of black, I mean, it's a lot of white girls out there now that's just like, just almost overly passionate about the black community.
0: So you got to take advantage of that. You got to take advantage of that. Can you imagine what the, like the porn genre is? (laughs) Black Lives Matter. (laughs) Black Lives Matter. Point. Oh, oh!
1: Black Lives Does Matter. Black
0: Lives Does Matter. <laughs> it it'll go from Black Lives Matter to to, to Black Cox matter. <laughs> it's terrible.
1: That's funny. Yeah,
0: you got to get that that humor part, folks. Yeah, uh, that, that was that was they joke. <laughs> They're like I was listening to, to Eddie and Keith's podcast, and they started talking about Black Lives Matter sex, and I just had to turn it off. <laughs> Man, but
1: really, like, if you out there. You black dude slide on any white girl that got black lives matter in their
0: bio. So like you know, I care about black lives, but I really don't date black men. <laughs> like what? <laughs> That's funny. You don't care about my black life? <laughs> It'd be some black dude trying to guilt trip him tell to- <laughs> <laughs> of Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Switching gears, man. Um the Confederate flag. Um, there are a lot of people that want to remove the like certain monuments and and flags and statues of like Robert E. Lee. Now, I'm a little bit conflicted about this, and this is why. I, I think that if you remove these these you know not only the flags but you know the statues of like Robert E. Lee and whatnot, what you need to understand is that we need that history. We need to to take that down and then put it in a museum. Mm -hmm. Like, they disposed of one of them in the ocean. Like, they threw it in the ocean somewhere or something like that. But, dang, that might going to hit Ariel in her head. (laughs) Aquaman going to be like, who threw this down here? (laughs) Aquaman going to throw that shit right back out the ocean. Uh, yeah i don't agree with the fact of them just completely getting rid of these monuments i think that you know racism was as american as apple pie we need to be aware we don't need to just remove it and not have no history yeah i'm saying and um people are really pissed off and Mm -hmm. they're like you know you want to take down the flags one lady straight up said you're just removing white history it's not right that's I'm thinking like That's funny I mean it, Raping and pillaging And taking land If that's white history That's some shit You that's should not be crazy. proud of Yeah, so not. You should not be proud of that shit
1: Yeah If, if Robert E. Lee Got a, a statue And Christopher Lumb- Christopher Columbus Got a day I'm gonna need a Bill Cosby statue somewhere yeah, right <laughs> Right in
0: Philadelphia Yeah if you got Robert E. Lee And fucking <laughs> You got Robert E. Lee and Columbus You might as well have Bill Cosby <laughs> On this day We eat pudding <laughs> i'm so glad i'm so glad that today is my day and i'm I'm thankful and
1: the pudding bops yeah i'm gonna need a university too
0: me and r kelly got together (laughs) and we made some you be like nigga if you don't get your dried up that's funny get out of here pill cosby yeah (laughs) pill cosby that's funny man but yeah I think you shouldn't get rid of all the history, man. You, mm-hmm. you you should take this and put it in museums so people never forget. You yeah, know, you, they never forget the amount of uh, the the atrocities of you know America.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think um, I I don't. Um, the only reason I know about these people is because those statues are up, and now, 100%. there was a conversation surrounding it as far as like people that live in those communities trying to take them down. So. Um, yeah, I think every every I think everything has its his place. Like, right. you know, in a, in a lot of museums across America, there's um, chains that used to be on slaves and images of, you know, slaves uh, being whipped and and all those things. Right. Um, and we we go there to learn about our the the history of our country and the history of our right. our nation. Um, but I, I don't you know, just kind of getting rid of it. It um it it doesn't do you any good because it almost makes us forget. Right, 100%. I don't think we want to forget. We we want to learn about these things and then move on accordingly. i Can you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I'm a loud. I'm a close. <clears throat> um, <laughs> but yeah, so I I think it's you know like I said it's important for us to to know about these things and you know you know the cliche as far as like know your history so you won't repeat it but 100%. I think that's exactly why um, we know these things and and I think that that quote there is. Um, is is more important now than than it ever has been, right? Because a lot of people, a lot of our our new allies were so ignorant, right? Before George Floyd died, right, right, and right. that's you know if they knew if they knew the history of you know the black plight, if they knew the history right. of uh, the lynchings and all right. these things that went on and went on to black people in America, right. they would have been our allies a long time ago. But there that are some it. people that just are barely finding out right. that you know we we got it bad out here, right. So, um, you know, don't take it down. Don't don't put it up as like this, you know, this figure in your community. Right. But right.
0: Throw it. In, like you said, throw it into a museum. A hundred percent. And I think there's those that want to, uh, you know, p- protect the Confederate flag and say, you know, it's it's just our heritage. It's not racist at all. Um, let me go ahead and debunk that theory. They need to read the Cornerstone speech. The Cornerstone speech says in well, I'm reading this verbatim. The Cornerstone speech, also known as the Cornerstone Address, was an oration given by Confederate Vice President Alexander H. Stevens at the Anthem in Savannah, Georgia. On March 21st, 1861, delivered ex- extemporously a few weeks before the Civil War began with the Confederate attack on Fort Sumter, Stevens' speech defended slavery, defended slavery as a fundamental and just result of the inferiority of the black race explained the fundamental differences between the constitutions of the Confederacy and that of the United States. Enumerated contrasts between U.S. and Confederate ideologies and laid out the Confederacy's rationale for seceding from the U.S. In particular, he stated that our new government foundations are laid its cornerstone rests. Upon the great truth that the negro is not equal to the white man What more do you need To not fly that fucking flag Not only was it completely racist But they're traitors Why would you fly the flag of a traitor Yeah
1: you're doing Even it. if you're American, why would you want to fly Why would you want flag? to fly that flag? Want, <laughs> I don't understand how you can be so proud to be American but also promote this like Confederate because flag. Because
0: what you're saying subliminally is like America, I hate niggers. Like That's, <laughs> that's basically <laughs> That's basically what you're doing. Yeah. Right? So what like there's a guy that lives down the street from me. I see this Confederate flag and deep down inside, they know the history of that flag. They know the history of it. My thing is this: it's not American. It's though. not That's American the at I all. Have. It's not American at all.
1: I could understand if they were on the right side of history and right. it was like, you know, this is part of our history. Um, but even if you take out slavery, mm-hmm. like, like you said, they the wanted trailers. to go to war with like America. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 It's ridiculous. And then they got their ass beat, and then they had to, you know, slowly walk back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious, man, and and. The thing about it is that's just, I don't know. I think that what happens is, is people that can, that protect things like this, this, they're so mindless mm-hmm. that they feel a certain rebellion. Now, let me say this, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't like talking about politics too much, but the fact that when you see people flying a Trump flag or wearing a hat, it has nothing to do with their support of the president. There's a certain level of rebellion. Mm-hmm that is um tied to wearing a trump hat or or flying a flag and i say that because they understand that this president is extremely controversial like the things he says on twitter and all these things so i think that anybody that supports trump would admit that also like you know he's not a politician that's why we voted for him because he's not a politician he says what's on his mind this that and the third and what, what what comes from that is the fact that there's a certain level of rebellion for the pe- from the people that support him and when they wear those hats so they fly those flags and when you see those flags the Trump flags it's not just a flag for support of the president it 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 basically it's a symbol of something deeper mm-hmm. that's the same type of symbol or not I'm not saying it's the same as a goddamn confederate flag okay calm down but I'm saying there's this, almost the same type of sentiment I guess you can say yeah. Because you have a flag that represents something so much deeper than just a flag, and that's yeah. why people fly this flag. Yeah,
1: I, I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a Confederate flag just because. No, you know, I'm not saying there's, there's, it was. No, I'm what I'm saying is I'm I'm kind of pushing towards it being closer to like you know that type oh, of symbolism. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, but I, I'm saying like the biggest difference is that you can't be overtly racist nowadays. Like you mm, can't have a slave right. nowadays. So. What I've been noticing is there's a lot of like keywords these political figures use these blogs these different uh, these different news uh, networks and all these things there's there's specific keywords that they use like Donald Trump is very. Um, calculated in his right. tweets and in his statements. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Calling yeah. people thugs, yeah, uh, looters, and all these things. Using very specific words and oftentimes capitalizing these words in his tweets.
0: Oh yeah, on purpose. Um, yeah, um, long, and, you yeah. know,
1: and, and and those are the same. That same sentiment that was said in that that speech. All they did was you know find synonyms or find words that mean the same thing but uh, that are less harsh than it was. Um, in the 1800s and you know now those terms are like looters thugs gangsters all these things so it's it's not it's not much difference it's the only the only thing that really changes the time and the words
0: 100 mm-hmm. um let me uh verbatim because he said when the looting starts the shooting starts and that mm-hmm. was the same thing that was said okay it was this i'm trying to think of the person it was i think it was a segregationist i gotta get his name but I really don't care about going that deep, well, actually I think it's right here uh fuck all that not not important enough um but yeah, man, um at the end of the day um it also uh, the the marines uh the the marine Corps banned uh the flag and its likeness, so you can't fly that flag out there uh bumper stickers all of it. they took it all out because they realized it was uh, fucked up i think yeah. this is this was is going this is what's happening in America, and I think that it's better for everyone, yeah. What's happening in America right now is white supremacy is on its last leg, right? All the shit that still people continue to get away with in regards to flying certain flags and doing stuff—they taking it all down. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say for example, um, let's say for example, uh, you know, you got R. Kelly who did some crazy shit. You got Bill Cosby who did some crazy shit, right? And mm-hmm. it's all public knowledge. What if I was getting on? facebook or twitter let's say i'm a let's say for example i'm a i have a huge platform Uh and then i get on twitter and i'm like man free r kelly yeah you know how crazy people look at me Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: people out here flying a confederate flag thinking that it's cool when it's not that Mm -hmm. shit represents fucking they fought to preserve slavery yeah why the fuck are you flying this flag man Mm-hmm. it's the most it's the most un-american thing if america's supposed to stand on these things and you want to make america great don't reach back to times where it was fucked up <laughs> that doesn't make any logical sense man yeah but yeah whatever okay uh switching gears that was a um, go, ahead. go ahead
1: when i went to school in new mexico um las cruces is only like <clears throat> 30, 45 minutes away from El Paso uh-huh. and El Paso has a lot of uh, Confederate monuments out there so there was a lot of huge discussions about like um, removing those and I don't know if they've made any progress um, as of late but mm. um, it's just weird being so close to, to that kind of that kind of thing right. and even it was it was interesting because we were doing um, we were trying to do like a little like a short documentary on these um, yeah <clears throat> On these Confederate flags, I mean, not I mean these monuments, mm. and um, it's just there's a certain uh, symbolism that goes goes along with it. And a lot mm-hmm. of those Robert E Lee statues and a lot of the other you know Confederate soldiers, they're so huge. Yeah, they're big. Like the, yeah, they're like these menacing figures, like in yeah. are you know, so high up in the air. Right, they're almost like there's a it's a uh, it's a science to that, right. you know, as well. You know, for it being so big and looking down on you, right. and even there was a statue on on New Mexico State campus, and I don't know if I have a picture of it still, but basically it was like, it was um, it was basically about like settlers and then the Native Americans, and in the in the statue you can see I think it's three people in there, but there's like this um. Uh, this design to it to whereas the white man is standing tall, is like chest out, and mm-hmm. then the Native American is like on his he's like on a knee, and he's like showing him how to like sew or you know wow. something. There was like this trade of information or something, right? Right. right. And a lot of people feel a, a type of way about that because oh, it's right. always putting the white man They're like real big. standing yeah, standing tall. So yeah, I,
0: I think what what's happening too is is what people are realizing is that okay. Have you, have you ever known somebody that tells lies A lot and then what yeah. happens Is is when you, they say the when You have a conversation you start figuring out That they're probably lying and their story mm-hmm. changes mm-hmm. And their story changes and then eventually Like Yo, you're a fucking liar mm-hmm. that's what America is America mm-hmm. has based Its whole history on a lie And now people are finding Out how much of a lie it was Yeah and this is This is the result well this mm-hmm. is what you get When you base something in a lie When you don't base something in truth it's going to fucking unravel and mm-hmm. that's what's happening right now you're, yeah. see, you're seeing all this shit happening for a reason and, and think about it if racism was not a problem in america then why has so many decades went by and it's the same same songs it's same song and dance you yeah. got riots that have happened from from the 60s from from before and all the way to now you got uh people marching for inequality and mm-hmm. it's still happening now in 2020 do you think it's just people making it up in their head saying I'm oppressed Yeah, I'm making it up I'm oppressed America's so great but I'm just making it up in my head mm-hmm.
2: no yeah. it's yeah. the
0: fact that America's living a lie and it got exposed mm-hmm. okay and now we're doing what we need to do to retro retroactively fix this shit uh-huh. but that's the good thing about it
1: yeah it's, it's kind of it reminds me of like you uh we watch these documentaries or whatever in in any like high profile case that right. almost like the the there was so information there was so much information against whatever person in the in the in the case that the world knew that this person was guilty right. and then they still got off 100% and then 10, 15 years later, the documentary comes out and we just like, yo, like how could you not have seen or why is this person not in jail right now? Like when they see us or Mm -hmm. all these other documentaries and TV shows and stuff that are coming out. And it's like, that's what happened. Because through, you know, and even like we we talked about the Tulsa Massacre. Right, At the time, they tried to sweep it under the rug. It's like something that, you know, something that it wasn't. And in reality, it was just a bunch of white people that was mad that black people was getting a lot of money. Niggas was driving uh, Escalades on 20s and like... (laughs) Well, you got to do it to
0: the times. It was Model T's. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Model T's on 20s. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) niggas niggas had
2: spinners
0: (laughs) I'm dead yeah man what's crazy about it too is like not only did they try to sweep it under the rug but they literally put bodies under the rug they literally Uh murdered black people and buried the bodies so, so successfully that mm-hmm. they're still searching for the dead bodies of men, women, and children. That's Hundred years later, mm-hmm. this is the type of shit that took place in America. And mm-hmm. I know people don't like hearing this type of shit, but it's important. The mm-hmm. only way you fix America is by telling the truth. Yeah, you tell the truth about. It's just like, for example, imagine a guy's married, right, and he cheats on his wife. Right and he gets away with it Right that shit's gonna come up eventually mm-hmm. I don't know how it's gonna come up But it's gonna come up and there's it's gonna be a Fucking shit storm when your wife finds out mm-hmm. Don't know if that's the greatest analogy <laughs> All I'm saying that whenever Whenever you have a huge a, 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 a huge action That is you know Horrible you can't expect to Hide that shit yeah it's just Not gonna work mm-hmm. And that's what happened with America man we, mm-hmm. we We got a lot of work to do we we yeah yeah this is i don't know how you got way on that yeah, yeah. this is
1: america make you make you mad yeah
0: it's not so much it's not so much that i'm mad i'm i'm really i'm mad at the fact that all these things happened and no one had to atone for it right mm-hmm. i think that's a part of black history where people um you know will do crazy shit like murder a couple hundred black people and no one gets arrested for it. Yeah. You know where Emmett Till is murdered and bludgeoned and put through a machine and Mm. no one has to atone for it. So it's there is a cycle of history uh, where no one is held liable and as as no one hears you like when you're black you have to realize that no one really hears you but Mm -hmm. I've been proven wrong. I've been proven wrong. It's so much it's so much support, especially from white people. Yeah. It's so much support right now of people like, yo, like your life matters to me. Like people telling people inboxing friends like, hey, I just want to let you know, like you're my friend, but you, I care about you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's beautiful, man. I think the America that we're, that we all wanted, is starting to happen. Mm-hmm. That's what I think personally. So I don't want to dwell too much on the past, but the past is so fucked up for us that it's like, God damn. LeBron James actually has something to do with the newest movie coming out, the Tulsa massacre.
1: Oh, um, yeah. I guess
0: he's producing it now. Yeah, LeBron. and I don't
1: know, like the way I seen it, it it happened on uh, it happened on Twitter. Like the guy mm-hmm. basically, um, he basically tweeted LeBron or like I don't know if he he mentioned him or what, but yeah. you know, I, yeah, I'm 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 extremely happy that. Especially now that LeBron is really getting into this this uh entertainment slash movie yeah. space and I think it's impo- Like just like Jay Z did with a lot you know, a lot of those documentaries and stuff that right. he produced. I think it's like I think it's super important. LeBron's gonna be
0: doing a lot of really cool shit once his career's over. He's gonna mm-hmm. be doing a lot of cool stuff, man. Yeah. 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 I'm proud of that guy. All right. Sure. Uh switching gears. Um interracial relationships. Um, interracial relationships especially during this time not saying it's difficult it shouldn't be difficult at all you know especially if you're in a relationship with someone you love but Mm -hmm. the reason why there's significance to this is because let's say for example you're dating a woman of color let's say you're a white dude and you're dating a woman of color whether she's mexican or black or asian or whatever Mm -hmm. right this applies to me also if i'm dating a mexican woman whatever when you're dating a woman of color You can't just love her and be detached from her culture. You got to love her and her people and her Mm -hmm. culture. Mm -hmm. And the problem with a lot of people, what I've been seeing is you, if you like, let's say you're a white woman and you got kids by black men and you date black men exclusively, but somehow you've detached yourself from everything in their culture, right? Mm -hmm. So you just, you just care about them, but you don't care about when black people having problems. So you don't care about whatever's going on. Mm -hmm. I think that says something about you. I think that says a lot about you. That's like me, for example, dating a woman, I love her, everything's cool, but then when when women going through a serious issue in America where they're not getting paid good or whatever, I'm just like, hmm, hmm they'll figure it out mm-hmm. i I have to care about shit like that mm-hmm. you can't just detach yourself from a person just because you don't care that yeah. that that to me is that to me is really, it's a very strange situation, yeah like you you gotta be
1: extremely informed. On their culture and then and also their plights, 100%. because you know if you're especially if you're dealing with a minority, right? Um, and you're part of the majority because we be going through a lot of stuff, and not us specifically, but like just historically, historically, and all yeah. of that stuff is just passed do passed down to us just right. by based off of you know who our ancestors are. So you know if you're if you're married to a Hispanic person. Um they're going through a lot right now as far as right. not so much right now because <clears throat> I think I think we take turns as far as like who's like getting the brunt of the nonsense.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> they want to build a wall and then it's like, you know, we hate all Mexicans and it's yeah. like, you know, police brutality and right. like, you know, we hate all black people. But right. um like you, you really have to understand because it's it's um
0: it's mentally taxing to be right a minority in America. Right. And my thing is this, I don't expect anybody to to understand what it what life is like through my eyes. And I can't be mad at you if you don't understand. Mm-hmm. But I would just ask for you to just imagine, right? You know, all you can do is imagine and also have powerful conversations with people when you don't understand what, what's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Just don't sit back and assume that shit is, you know, candy and bubblegum. When, you know, when in actuality people going through some shit, mm-hmm. you know, for reals, like imagine I'm imagine if I'm dating a Mexican chick and let's say she is the daughter of immigrants. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, she sees shit going on with immigrants in the world and she's frustrated about it. She's crying. She's sad. I'm just like and imagine I'm like, dang, that's crazy. Hey, can you make me a sandwich? Mm-hmm. Imagine how fucked up that is to do that. Yeah. Like you know, if I see my girl going through pain because I know her people going through it, that's when I gotta insert myself. Like I'm yeah. like, yo, like, you know, like I care about you and I care about your mom, your dad, your your people. I care about the kids in cages over there. I care about yeah. all of that. I care about all of that shit. Yeah. And I, I think that it, you have a huge responsibility being in an interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, you you got a lot of background. You got, and if you if you don't know that much about another person's culture, but you care about them. Then do your due diligence to learn.
1: Yeah. Get off of Instagram and stop watching nonsense all day and really, you know, really learn about a person's culture. You should let
0: your interactions with people start to shape how you feel instead of, you know, and what I mean is positive interactions. Mm -hmm. You know, because some people have one interaction that's bad with a black person. Be like, I just hate black people. There was one black guy. He slapped me. And since then, I just call him niggas. Yeah. You be like, yo. (laughs) Yo. That's funny. That's dumb. That's dumb. Yeah. You know, allow your experiences with people of different cultures to shape, you know, how you want to learn and how you want to know more. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't speak great Spanish, but... I've done my due diligence to listen and understand when someone's trying to ask me for help. I've had a situation where a person that was Mexican was asking me for help and I didn't speak good Spanish, but I was able to listen. I knew what, you know, what he was telling me to do and I was able to help him out. And he was like, gracias, you know, thank you, you know? Yeah. And at least do your best to, you know, to care. Yeah. Yeah,
1: man. I think, I think, um, my uh, I was at church today and the pastor was kind of speaking on this idea that we are more alike than we are different 100 percent so a lot of times what happens is um, you you can't really help who you fall in love with right you know it could be a white girl it could be a you know Asian girl whatever um, if you love them you love them right but a lot of times you just fall in love with that person. Yeah. Um, And you don't really understand what comes along with like falling in love with that person. So you don't really do the the work to actually learn about their culture and stuff. You just, you know, you just kind of, you know, going into this relationship, just knowing them. And uh, and sometimes too, you're not the most extreme version of what that culture has to offer. Exactly. So um, if, you know, if you're a very affluent black person, You know, you may not have to deal with a lot of the things that come with being like the average black person. Right, right, right. Like poverty and, you know, your parents on drugs. Roaches. (laughs) (laughs) Roaches. Yeah. So all all these things. Right. And then when you're faced with the or when that person is faced with the, the things that the average person in that community has to deal with, whether it's like. You know, you know, family members getting locked up or, you know, someone dying via gang violence or all these different things. And you're just distraught because you haven't really put in the work to understand like what, right. where your your, where your partner is coming from. So right. it's just important. And it's I think now more than ever, like, it's just important to if you do or if you are in an interracial relationship. And even if you're not, like, it's just important to talk about like, these situations and verbalize these things because it's it's stressful for everybody, man. And, like, and especially now, like, um, this is a problem that's, like, they're shaping it as, like, Black Lives Matter and, a, mm-hmm. you know, a black issue. But in reality, like, minorities are getting killed all across the board. Right, right, like, right. Like, the thing that kind of annoys me a little bit is there are like you know Hispanic people and Mexicans and stuff reaching out to me like yo you know I stand with you I want to go to the protest I want to right, do this right, but I'm right. like yo that that's cool and all but like y'all getting killed too <laughs> 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 like I stand with you bro <laughs> we can
0: stand next to, we, we can stand we, we can stand next to each other and both, and both get shot yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that's not really supposed to be <laughs> 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 oh man that's funny, yeah, man but yeah, now nah, I feel you man a hundred percent um yeah this this this' is definitely something to think about, yeah, um, you know that there's a level of of there's a certain level of uh or responsibility when you date a person of color, yeah, um or vice versa, like you know, if I'm in a situation, i'll be honest, if I'm in a relationship with let's say I'm in a relationship with a white girl. I can't be with her unless she's taking some form of interest in my culture, period. If she's taking a real interest, if she just likes me and that's it, and she's like, I just see all people as people, and you know, we're just all, like, you need to have an idea Of what my people went through, or people like me have went through. Yeah, if I'm dating a woman that's Japanese or Filipino or whatever, or black woman, it's not very it's not very difficult because we didn't grew up on had the same history. Yeah, we got a shorthand. We got easy. Yeah, like it's it's like a nonverbal. Like we know what time it is, you know. But if it's
1: knife through butter.
0: Yeah, exactly. But any anything else, any other culture is it's a little difficult, you know. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's different.
0: Yep. Right. I have
1: this. Uh, uh-huh. It's um, oh, I want you to see the picture that I was talking about. Was that this is the one at in New Mexico on campus?
0: Oh, that's on the it. campus.
1: Yeah, you can see it. What the fuck? You see how the Indian dude is like? Y'all can't see it, but I'm just talking to Eddie.
0: Yeah, he on the on the right, right?
1: Yeah, how he just like kneeled down and the-
0: First of all, Indians and and them wasn't that cordial. Yeah. Like, they they not that cordial. Like they trying to make it in a better light than what it really was, bro. Yeah. Yeah, they was over there. They was fucking Indians up, man. <laughs> you know, give them
1: smallpox and stuff. Yeah, giving mm.
0: them smallpox on purpose. It was a very very sinister things taking place in American history. Yeah. You know, it's and we got to tell the real story.
1: Mhm.
0: You know, when you tell the real story, it's going to be very dis- it's going to be very disgusting. It's going to be a lot of people to sick to their stomach, but there's going to be a lot of a lot of biopics and a lot of movies coming out now about the the, the realities of America, and I think that they need, they need to come out. You know what's crazy too is like,
1: which is sad is like, you know, like they'll lie to you in your face, like America. Right. Um. My roommate was Native American. Uh uh-huh. like Lived on a re- reservation,
0: like Native American. What was his name? His name was Dana. Oh, I thought it would be like uh, Chief Brownbottom. Or something. Oh God! <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> <I'm playing. laughs>
1: If a bow and arrow hits you through your window, don't... <laughs> it wasn't my fault.
0: <laughs> but, um... You shoot me with an arrow and be like, the ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, go
1: ahead. But, um... But, like, this is... I mean, this we're in New Mexico. Like, it has the... the a, a lot of, you know, Native American community still out there in New Mexico. Right. Um... And this is on the campus. Like essentially, it's just this huge July that they have to walk past every single day. Oh my god!
0: Big fucking lie. Yeah.
1: And then and then the (laughs) so it's like you know as you're a Native American you walk by this and you're like oh that's a lie and then you know, five feet in front of you walking towards you is a guy with a MAGA hat on. And you're like, you know, it's just more
0: affirmation that this is a nonsense place. Yeah, I mean, but hey, at the end of the day, it's America. It's a melting pot. And some of the shit in the pot is fucked up. (laughs) Uh, All right, uh, switching gears. Um, Candace Owens had a rant uh, about George Floyd and the black community. And we will insert that clip right here.
2: Shelby Steele said that the black community is unique from other communities, um, our, our culture is unique from other communities um, because we are the only community that caters to the bottom denominator of our society. Now, let me explain what that means. Um, it means to say that not every black American is a criminal, not every black American is committing crimes, but we are unique in that we are the only people that fight and scream and demand support and justice for the people in our community that are up to no good. You would be hard pressed to find, um, you know, a Jewish person who has spent five stints in prison uh, who commits a crime and dies while committing a crime, and that the Jewish people champion and demand justice for. You will be hard pressed to find this in white America. You will be hard pressed to find this even in Latino America. Uh, if there is a person that is spent multiple times in prison, you are not going to see. A bunch of latinos coming out um, demanding justice for this person even if and i want to be very clear what i'm saying is not any defense for derek chauvin i hope derek chauvin gets the justice at, um, that he deserves to be um you know implemented upon him and that the family um, of george floyd deserves justice for the way that he that he died um but i also am not going to accept the narrative that this is the best the black community has to offer
0: All right. what you take from that clip is, you know, to me, it comes off as pandering. And let me be very clear when I say this. Um, There is a far left wing and a far right wing. Right. The far left wing is a lot of loony shit going on over there. Right. And in the far right wing is also loony shit going on. But the far right wing people um, have this um, perception of black America. They think that the black people is just welfare recipient, a loser, scumbags, uh, motherfucking uh, all single parent household, no jobs, mm-hmm. sagging their pants. Like that's the people that she was pandering to when she did this. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, it's like she said black people are the only the only demographic that, you know, um, panders to the, you know, to their criminals or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we uplift, we uplift our criminals, and it's like the thing she was saying was it was all anecdotal mm-hmm. it was a hundred percent anecdotal there was no real um there was no real evidence of anything she was saying and this is what Candace Owens does you know she and she she made a statement before that was so just it was so ridiculous she stated that there was um there's never been i've never had an issue with race in my life until all of a sudden Obama came into office and now we have issues with race. I'm thinking like, uh, do you not understand the history of America? And two, she's full of shit. This is why. In 2007, she accused uh, these white boys, it was four of them, uh, of racially harassing and threatening to kill her. Uh, Owens claimed the boys were the son of the then Stanford mayor, Dan a Connecticut's former governor, because of the NCAA Owen's family received a settlement of thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars from the Stanford <clears throat> Public Schools. So, Candace Owens, evidently, there has been an issue with racism in your life because you received calls that were threatening, and the NAACP bails your ass out. Yeah. Okay. The problem with with a lot of different pundits, political pundits on the right and the left, is they do everything to suck the asshole of that of of their of Fox News or MSNBC or CNN. Because it's politically correct to them, when in actuality they're damaging, the, they're damaging the communities that they supposedly represent. Supposedly, Candace Owens represents black people when she don't, because she tears black people down at every fucking stand she get.
1: Yeah, she had that. She had that whole Blexit movement. Oh my she god, wants the black people to exit from the the Democratic Party. Yeah, it's just like black people should not only Democrat. I mean, not only Democrat, uh, not only exit from the Democratic Party, but they should. Exit from any
0: political party because it's a whole
1: just a whole bunch of racist it's a, people. It's a, it's a clusterfuck. Ima-
0: <laughs> imagine being a black person right now. You got to choose between Biden and Trump. That's yeah. how it feels to be black. It's pretty fucked up. You, yeah. you got one. You got one that really hasn't even acknowledged you, and then you got the other one telling you, "You don't vote for me, you ain't black." And I'm like, "Yo, yes, really? Yeah, I'm not voting for you. So Yo, I'm not be black. Yo, hey, come on." And then mm. we have one black president. Uh, out of 40 or 45 total And you know you, you vote for Obama And they accuse you You only voted for Obama Because he was black What well, motherfucker The last 44 presidents Been white Yeah <laughs> Can I get one motherfucking What if I did What if I did vote for Barack Because he was black Would yeah. I be shamed for that First of all like Black I The
1: the word <laughs> I hate that sentiment and it kind of frustrated me just hearing it right now because I heard when people, like people were saying that during when Barack Obama was... Right, uh, right, right, right. Yeah. But it it, it makes me so annoyed because that's what y'all did for,
2: you know, (laughs) 44
1: (laughs) years plus eight, I mean, 44 years times you know two terms for right. most of those presidents so don't right. ever tell me that i voted for somebody because it was black and that is not that's not, also not it's true it's not accurate because not. ben carson was running for president we wasn't messing Yeah with him. we
0: vote for his ass Yeah
1: and it's been countless other you know black people that kind of threw their name in there and we don't mess we don't mess with people just because they're black because right. there's a lot of black people out there that don't like us like Candace Owens, yeah, so, definitely. Um, but definitely yeah, back Candace. to Candace Owens. Like she's just, she's just so, so annoying, and it's a lot of like, it's a lot of uh deep tra- traumatic experience in, in there. I feel like, and I, oh, you yeah. know, that's probably. The one we heard about. Well, oh, I'm yeah. sure there was multiple other incidents yeah. like when she was in elementary school or she was in, you know, junior high and stuff that was going on that oh, yeah. that led her to kind of feel the way she does about about our community. All on right. top of the fact that, you know, she 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 graduates and, you know, was that in college?
0: Uh no, that happened in high school
1: in high school. So that happened in high school. And I don't know if she's, a you know, she's college educated or yeah, whatever she is. Okay, so she probably went to college and then she's probably just transforming into this this person. She probably wanted like the love of those people so bad that she right. probably started to cater right. her thought processes to those kind of people. 100%. Like if, you know, they they hate me now, but maybe if I think like them, if I if right. I align my 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 ideals and my sentiments
0: with them, they'll probably like me more. The, the most dangerous thing about Candace Owens is the fact that she's reaffirming the beliefs And people that don't even like people that look like her. So you got to understand.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Am I saying that Republicans are racist? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying there's a pocket of racists that are in the Republican Party. Super far right people. Super far right. And those people are the ones that watch Fox News. Let me just crash all these things in together to make sense for you. There was another thing that came on on Fox News. And uh, here's the thing. Fox News has apologized after airing a graphic showing the stock market data one week after the assassination of Martin Luther King, the death of George Floyd and other events that caused civil unrest. The network said that the graphics should have never aired on television without full context. So Fox News aired.
1: There's no context.
0: This is no, yeah, it, it doesn't need to be when black men get killed and assassinated. It showed that the market did better. They posted this on Fox fucking news. And this is the, this Candace Owens is on exclusively on Fox news. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's crazy how people view black Americans. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is that somebody's probably listening like, oh, I watch Fox news and I'm not racist. Let me be, let me be clear when I say this. That shit is only to program you. You may not think you racist, but when you leave that house, you have yeah, a certain- search.
1: Just, that's just training. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. training. That's Man. all it is. It's mm-hmm. training.
0: And then when you look at black people, even with the Black Lives Matter, like, why do they have the nerve to have Black Lives Matter appear? It's not just about them. And you purposely will distort the narrative. The only reason why Black Lives Matter exists is because. Well, we feel like our lives did not fucking matter. You know what happens with
1: those people too? I <laughs> uh-huh. mean, um, you can catch it pretty fast. Right. You know, when you're having a conversation with them. Any person that ever said, well, all lives matter. I know that it's just regurgitated information that they've heard. 100%. Like a hundred you know, percent. A hundred percent. A public figure or whatever. Right. Because you can't think of that on your own. Like, no one's thinking of, no, of that on their own. No. So,
0: yeah. It was a, it was a rebuttal. Mm-hmm. It, all Lives Matter is a rebuttal <clears throat> to uh, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Without without It wouldn't be No Lives Matter without Black Lives Matter because it was first. Yeah. It All it is is an argument piece when you say you, there was a counter protest in Bakersfield, actually. A counter protest. Yeah. That <laughs> you got to be racist as fuck to have a counter protest to <laughs> to have a, uh, a counter protest to racial equality. Mm-hmm. How is there a counter protest to that? You know, it's annoying,
1: too. It's like all these people are like, we need to stop looters and looters and we'll shoot you and all, you know, all this rhyme, these eloquent rhyme schemes that this nigga Donald Trump is throwing on Twitter. Um, But they don't have anything to say about the people that are driving 50 miles per hour through crowds of innocent protests. A man just
0: died here in Bakersfield. Yeah. He just That's died.
1: That's so sad. And the man, the man that did it, was it didn't didn't get arrested. He was smoking a freaking cigarette.
0: And he's a white supremacist. You know that, right?
1: I didn't know that. He had but fourteen. He, like he had fourteen eighty
0: eight tattooed on his shoulders. Fourteen eighty eight is a Nazi. Is an exclusive Nazi deal. Yeah. So the here is the deal, man. Like the shit that we got to deal with is pretty fucked up. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when you got someone like Candace Owens echoing the same the same sentiments as the people that do it. Now let me say this once again. Do I think people from the right are racist? No, not all of them, but there is a pocket of extremely racist motherfuckers on the right. Yeah. Extremely. <clears throat> and not to mention I'm being objective because I also said Joe Biden is and a lo- lot of Democrats in the yeah, racist. There's a too. lot of fucking liberal racists too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So don't make it like, well, these these two black liberals are giving their very short sided mm-hmm. view of what's really going on in America.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of Karen's out there, it's probably
0: racist. Uh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of them. But the, the, here's the whole here's the deal, man. I, I think that the problem with her is she reaffirms the belief in people that don't even fucking like her. Mm-hmm. If she was disagreeing with them, they would hate her. They'd be oh, like, yeah. get her get her black ass off of TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah And the thing about it is these people are incredibly wrong. And mm-hmm. I seen the comments when she was having a rant about George Floyd. There's a the problem. You can't even be a victim when you black. When you die, they go say, Well, I mean, he was in the act of a crime. Well, the punishment yeah. the punishment don't fit the crime, baby. Okay.
1: She said uh, something about he was on drugs. Yeah, like, come on. Autopsy and stuff. What does that have to do? Why do you need to get killed because you're on drugs? Man,
0: when you're black, they will demonize you when you die. They will say, well, he smoked weed in the sixth grade or some shit. They will find any fucked up shit to pull up about you to fit the narrative to dog you out. I guarantee you, God forbid, if I was ever in George Floyd's situation, I got a clean record. Nothing. I got nothing. Right? I got nothing. So let's say that happened to me. I get shot for no reason by a cop. Whatever the case, they will find something. Yeah, they, gonna they will something. say he well he lifted weights and you know there's a possibility he probably did steroids at one time and he may have been aggressive to the officer.
1: Yeah, they all them f- dick pics he was sending on
0: girls to girls on Snapchat.
1: They're gonna pull them up. They're gonna pull all of my, my
0: <laughs> they pull all my dick pics on the fucking <laughs> the fucking uh, on on the, on the news. You
1: know you know it was another sentiment that. Um I I didn't really, like, check people on, but I kind of, like, had to let them know. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were under the impression that the autopsy was biased. Right. And I was like, the autopsy isn't biased. It's just information. Right, right, right. The scientist is only saying he... And they, they did say, like, they tell the reason why he died. Right, right. It's like, I forget the word for it, but it's like As, a... Asphyxiation. Yeah. That yeah. was the
0: real one, though. That was the private autopsy. Yeah, the, yeah, like, yeah. The family did a private one that showed asphyxiation, mm-hmm. but somebody else did it and said that he died from another cause, which is very fishy. Mm-hmm. Because the Minneapolis uh, fucking police mm-hmm. may have botched that autopsy.
1: What did it say? I know there was it, it said, one it, I seen was a, um, that one and then another one I seen was something similar, but it wasn't exactly that it it basically
0: um it talked about like underlying like underlined issues i guess uh-huh like under underlying uh-huh. health issues which um cause his death mm-hmm. okay. in, instead of actually his death was from being fucking choked to death yeah okay. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't see I, the only one I seen was a asphyxiation one. Okay. And um. Okay. But it and, and those autopsies, it also said you know yeah had, had some alcohol and drugs in his system yeah. and stuff like that. Right. But it's just information. What I was right. trying to tell these people was that there's um that you know as far as like what the Minneapolis police did, they probably had some sort of like they probably try to like change a narrative or whatever. But when the people are reporting on the the autopsies they can skew the information right they can say like you know the police officers did choke him a little bit but he also had you know he was also drunk at the time or he also had drugs in his system at the time so i just want to let people know that like there's not a real bias
0: in an autopsy it's just like it's just information it's just information Mm -hmm. but we have to understand that that information can possibly be uh, compromised also. Yeah. And if it's compromised then it's not honest information, it's yeah. it's misinformation. Yeah. And at that point that's criminal. Mm-hmm. So if they find out there's any foul play with the information from the autopsy, then the family needs to seek uh some type of charges against the Minneapolis police. They've also been defunded. Mm-hmm. So uh the Minneapolis police have been defunded. Let me see. I think there was I have an article about that. It's like 150 million or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure how much it was like precisely, but I have it here. Where is it at? Oh, here it is, right here. All right. A majority of Minneapolis uh, City Council announces support for dismantling police department, and it says a City Council President Lisa Bender said, "Our commitment is to end our toxic relationship with MPD and to end policing as we know it and recreate systems of public safety that actually keep us safe." oh man so i I, there's a lot of shit going on Mm -hmm. there's a lot of shit going on so there's uh yeah this is this is pretty deep but to make a long story short if you look at all the actions of people going on like you see it's a bunch of white people black people protest just a bunch of beautiful stuff going on and then here come candace owens throwing her bullshit opinion around again man you know what I would love to do? I would love to have Candace Owens on this podcast so I can make her quit and leave. I would make Candace Owens quit this podcast and leave. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like people who are full of shit. I will allow you to talk. I won't talk over you. I will respect you, but I will hang you over here because you're full of shit. And I cannot stand people like and the things about it that I really dislike about Candace Owens is she's really intelligent. Yeah. So you know she's not using her intelligence to put out a message that's consistent with what's going on but instead she's doing the contrary to pander to people on the right that are pieces of shit yeah you gotta remember this is a news network that talked about how the how the market is after black men get assassinated why would that even be a stat on fox news ever yeah that's crazy that is that is oh my god this is egregious (laughs) <laughs> you know That sounds crazy Yeah man. I can't man. even believe that How one. can you How can you even Put that up there How could you even Put that It's a real stat When black men Get assassinated The market does better <laughs> Imagine a, like a white supremacist Watching that shit That's like That's right Kill him Kill him <laughs> <laughs> Stocks are going Through the roof Stocks Kill going these through niggas. the niggas Yeah That's crazy Should have threw A bomb at him
1: <laughs> You know that But uh You know Back to Candace Holmes, Um One of the things That she said Um that annoyed me was what she was saying about like black people are the only ones that defend criminals. Um, right. Right. I was like, when I heard that I was, I instantly, and first of all, like I didn't even finish watching that whole thing. Like, I think, I think you and I both just like was listening to it and was it's just too like, long of just, a fucking rant. Yeah. It just started to hurt my soul listening to all that nonsense. But, um, but basically like she's lying. You know, if you, if you think about it, uh, there's a bunch of white people riding around with these blue lives matter flags hey, just- and these people, we, you know, we'll get to, I don't know if we talking about it, but nah, we, there's either. local sheriffs here in Bakersfield that have been tampering with evidence, you know, selling drugs, sexually assaulting people. You know, Kamala Harris did a, uh, did an investigation on the Kern County, you know, police yeah. department and sheriff's department here. Um, so if if black people are the only ones defending criminals, then what do you what do you call that? You know, defending right? These blue lives, this whole Blue Lives Matter movement. Also, um, there's a bunch of not a bunch. You know, you, you just mentioned a guy with the 1488 tattoo. Yeah. Um, you work with somebody that has a swastika tattooed on their no, arm. No,
0: I didn't work with somebody <clears throat> that had a swastika tattoo. The person that had a swastika the swastika tattoo was the fucking owner of the company. And mm-hmm. I'll I'll just name the company. It's not slander, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. It's a dude named Matt that works for fucking uh Pacific tank lines out there in Riverside. Motherfucker has a big-ass swastika on his arm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? This is not slander. So if he catches this, then I don't give a fuck. But, <laughs> but it's crazy how you can live in a country and own a whole company with a bunch of people with a big-ass swastika on your arm. Yeah. That
1: and not to mention ridiculous. that the Nazis try to kill every single Jew in the world. Right. You know? But we're, black people are the only one defending criminals. Right. That's um, ridiculous. Or, you know, we just talked about the Confederate flag. Right. If it's not a, if it's not a crime to... Go to war with your own
0: country, I don't know what it is. yeah so. the fucking the, it, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous the amount of of just I don't know the amount of shit that she misses on purpose to mm-hmm. pander to a group of people that hate blacks. yeah, it is disgusting. Imagine a woman speaking up talking about you know how terrible women are and what they what they don't do and this and that. Imagine how bad that would look and against the feminist movement. Yeah. Like talking about how, and I think Kenneth, someone says something about it too, but it just looks like Kenneth was pandering to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't have any issue with nobody on the, on the right wing. Nobody. I have no problem with none of them. My biggest issue is if you're not speaking your truth, like for real, then don't fucking talk. Because mm-hmm. I know it's a lot of people that's on the left like that. You could tell, like, they, at every stop, they got something bad to say about Donald Trump, and it's forced. Yeah. And, if, and, and what happens is, is when you t- when you make everything they said that on that podcast with Joe Rogan which I thought was awesome that when you find any small thing to say about Trump when he does something big nobody even considers considers it a big deal because all you've done was complain about the president the whole fucking time yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so when he does something fucked up nobody nobody really says much because all you've done is make every event a big event even when it wasn't mm-hmm. okay okay if that's check it out folks Think about how many episodes we've done and how many have we done complaining about the president. You can't even name none. Because my thing is it doesn't do me, it doesn't do anybody any good for me complaining about this guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not a fan of his at all. But what the fuck does it do for anybody else? Yeah. I mean, shit. Yeah. It's draining. I, I don't think I have enough. There are not enough words in the English language for me to talk about uh, how upset I am and this and that. I would just be wasting minutes on a podcast and it's like, yo, you guys got better shit to listen to, man. <laughs> Somebody, yeah, I mean, you guys might be taking a drive to the beach, listening to this podcast or something, you know. And what we're gonna do is just go ahead and move on because I think Candace Owens has taken enough time from this podcast, and we're getting bad vibes now.
1: Candace, we're gonna have to start treating Candace Owens like we treat Tommy Laren. Laren yeah, it's the because, same person. Yeah, yeah. We just gonna have to stop, you know, actually giving her any energy. Yeah,
0: this is this is the last time <laughs> we give candace owens energy if i seen yep. candace owens i would tell her to her face me and you gotta talk <laughs> me you and my co-host need to talk yeah i want you to here's here's the link to the podcast yeah you know, hey, i love you to, to reach out to you and have a conversation yeah and i would dismantle candace owens so bad dude so bad and I, and it'll be funny if like a year goes by and Candace is like well i heard your podcast i'm uh we can talk it's cool with me yeah we can talk i'm like candace you fucked up <laughs> but she uh, she can't
1: she' she's um she's she's spoken on these platforms before She got balls though i'll give her that Kenneth yeah got, she went got to that, balls she went to that revolt thing yeah um, and she she didn't fare so well up there no so i think she fares well in in uh in spaces where she knows um a lot of her listeners are listening.
0: Oh, hundred percent. And it's cool. I think we got the perfect platform for that. We both from Bakersfield. This is an extremely Republican city. Yeah. Right? So it's a lot of right wingers out here in Bakersfield. So we get Candace Owens, everybody gonna tune in and watch her get dismantled. <laughs> <laughs> i ain't got no problem doing that at all and Mm. my thing is this i'm respectful to people you don't got to be a whatever you are you know what a libertarian or republican or democrat you ain't got to be anything specific i respect people with real opinions that are real people you could be a republican that's cool i'm cool with that but be a real person that's my problem tommy lauren candace owens not real people okay yeah Candace Owens remind me of the fries from In N Out. I just don't like them, okay? That's you know, bri- <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it and it's so nasty. Yeah. It tastes like weird potato chips. Go ahead. Keith. <laughs> I was just, I was just thinking about like the, the
1: tribalism of like politics. Right. It gets kind of annoying to me. Like when you when you driving by and you see like Kevin McCarthy for congressman in, right. in somebody's yard, it's just like like this guy is a human being. Like nah. I don't want to know. I don't want another man's name as a yeah a picket sign in my yard. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. R. Kelly running for mayor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean these these are. I the did you did we talk about the anonymous things that came out? Did oh no, those? we didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't see it. Yeah. So they I, I released think I've seen some of it. They but released. Uh, I guess like the affidavit on the the one of the. Uh, child molestation cases with Donald Trump. Yeah, I yeah. seen that. Yeah, there's yeah, there was a lot of eerie information on there.
0: I was like, God damn. Yeah, that's not gonna stop anybody from supporting the president, yeah. man. Mm-mm. It's not gonna stop anybody. Yeah, and here's the thing, man. Here's here's the whole deal with me i see all this shit and i purposely don't say a lot about it and the reason why i don't is because i want all whatever go whatever's supposed to go on will go on and when it once it transpires then we'll have even more information a lot of times me and keith purposely don't talk about stuff till we get enough information and then we just drop the bomb on you
1: (laughs) what happens with that too is you know so it takes time like yeah r kelly dated Aaliyah and got married to her and then only now is he, you know, in prison and stuff, or going to go to prison eventually. But, you know, these things take time it, it, and, it, and it all usually works out yeah. how
0: it's supposed to. Definitely, man. All right. Uh, switching gears. Um, bad policing is being exposed. Now, Before I, before I continue, let me preface everything I'm about to say. I'm not a person that will say things like, man, all these cops are terrible. Man, all these cops do terrible jobs. What I realize is this. I don't think that all cops are good and there's a few bad apples, but I don't think all cops are bad. Like yeah. I mentioned before, like there's such a wide spectrum of people. right? I was having a conversation with my dad earlier. I said, dad, would you confidently be able to say that the average person is a good person? My dad was like, fuck no. <laughs> <Right>? mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just started laughing. He's like, no, fuck no. I said, so that's, that's the issue with policing is the average person like the cop is a person So you, you you have to look at it like that A cop is a person The average person is really not a good person I don't I couldn't say they're good or bad I don't have a real answer for that Anything else would pretty much be anecdotal But I will say this Being a cop doesn't change what's in your heart And in your mind right Right Whatever ideologies you've bought into or how you feel about certain people you're patrolling, if you feel that black people ain't shit and you go into these areas that are predominantly black and brown and you don't see value in the people you're patrolling, guess what? You're going to treat them like shit. Mm -hmm. Okay? Just because you're a cop don't mean like, well, I'm a cop, so I have to be good now. That doesn't change. (laughs) That shit don't change. Let Mm -hmm. me give you some examples of what I'm trying to talk about. All right? I'll read this verbatim. There's actually, yeah, there was a guy that just got out. Uh, let's see here. Where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Okay, here's one case. Here's one case, and uh, this guy is around my age. Yeah, actually, I think he played football at Stockdale, I believe. But since this is public knowledge, I'll just put it out there. Fuck it. Um, court hearing postponed for two former deputies charged with stealing drugs and putting them on back on the streets. Right? And let me read this article. Bakersfield, California. The readiness, the readiness hearing for two former deputies charged with stealing drugs from the sheriff's storage unit and putting them back on the street was postponed Friday to next week. Logan August and Derek Penny are charged with burglary, conspiracy, and multiple counts of making false reports. These are officers doing this shit. All right, their their next dude, do their next due in court Wednesday where the motion to postpone their February 3rd trial date will be heard. The two previously faced charges in federal court where they admitted to conspiring with another law enforcement officer to sell drugs they stole from evidence lockers on or about September 19, 2014. Uh, on August 7, 2017, following an FBI investigation, the two pleaded guilty to federal charges of conspiracy to possess with intent to distribute marijuana and were sentenced to probation. Mm-hmm. Let me be clear when I say this. I'm going to stop it right there. Sentenced to probation. Police officers stealing evidence, putting it on the street. Sentenced to probation. My uncle, I think he did like 12 years, right, for, uh, for selling drugs. It was a federal crime, right? He did the crime. He did the time. Why the fuck did my uncle do that much time in prison and these motherfuckers get probation? If you are supposed to uphold the law, motherfucker, do it. If you wanted to be a criminal, you didn't need to be a cop to do it. I don't feel sorry for none of these motherfuckers. If you're supposed to protect and serve, then do it. I'm getting sick and tired of officers getting slaps on the fucking wrist. It is ridiculous. I think you should get double the time. If you commit a crime as an officer, you knew exactly what the fuck you were doing, you knew exactly what laws you were breaking. It was premeditated. You knew what the fuck you were doing. You need to be held accountable. That's only one case, right? That's only one case. There are so many cases just in the city of Bakersfield alone, and people are going to say, you're just anti-cop. I'm not anti-cop. I got a clean record. My, my record's cleaner than most cops, okay? So, or all of them, because I don't have anything on it. Uh, but <laughs> to me, it's, it's, it's disgusting. And here's the other one. Actually, Keith has sent me this one, and it's kind of ironic that this is a recent story. All right. And here's another one. Disgraced former BPD detective Demacio Diaz released from federal custody. Right. And this is a file. Demacio Diaz, a former narcotics officer who was sentenced Monday, October 2016 for charges tied to drugs, bribery and tax fraud is seen in the photo right here. And it says Demacio Diaz, a former detective of the Bakersfield Police Department, has been released from federal custody. How do you got all them goddamn charges and you already out of prison? This is why a lot of people of color get mad because a lot of cops get slaps on the wrist. You know, they don't got to be accountable. Nobody has to atone for what they've done. Then uh, Diaz pleaded guilty to stealing methamphetamine and marijuana and then giving them to local businessmen who would turn and sell the drugs on the street for profit. This scheme spanned from 2012 to 2015. Diaz was released on Friday. DS 48 was a member of the, of the famed McFarlane cross country teams in the 1980s. So, if you ever seen the movie McFarlane America, he was one of the athletes that was on that team. But unfortunately, he's a fucking criminal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, st- uh, uh, US, McFarlane USA starring Kevin Costner. He was originally sentenced to five years, five measly fucking years in 2016 for his role in the crime. DS former partner Patrick Mara also pleaded guilty to conspiracy to distribute methamphetamine. Five other Bakersfield officers were put on leave for investigation into the allegations of wrongdoing, but no charges were brought against any of them. Let me read that again. No charges were brought against any of them. Noel Carter was a businessman that Diaz and Mara were giving the stolen drugs to. He was sentenced to 90 months months in prison and five years of supervised release.
1: Yeah. This shit is ridiculous. You know, you know what's crazy is like you hear you hear these these songs and these um right like you you watch these different TV shows and you like, yo, this can't be real like right. Why would M- NWA say that or like, you know, uh, Ice Cube has that song like they give us guns and drugs some 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 then they wonder why we thugs. Right. Um and you you hear songs like that and you just like like what, like, what is he talking about? Right. You find out real quick. Yeah. And then you listen to the news or you, you read articles like that and it's right in front of your face. And yeah, the yeah. same officers that is supposed to protect and serve
0: are out here giving us guns and drugs. Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Not to mention, here's another one. Like what's happening is this. They talk about the bad apples. There's only a few bad apples, right? Well, then bad apples is showing their fucking face and it's all over the news. Right. So all the good cops you talk about, where they at now? Here's the thing. I have uh, coaches and old teammates that are cops. Great guys. Solid dudes. Right. I would assume they're solid guys. They seem cool to me. Right. I've seen them out in their uniform and say, hey, what's going on? You know, hey, what's up, Eddie? You know what? As far as I knew them as a coach and as, as men, they all seem like solid men. Right. Um, but there are a lot of motherfuckers that are part of the police force that just like at any job, you got people that are pieces of shit that don't do any good. Now, here's another one. Buffalo officers quit a special team after uh, two officers are suspended for shoving a 75-year-old protester. So I know a lot of people seen that video, that old man getting pushed. He didn't get pushed real hard, but he got shoved, and he's an old man. What would possess you to shove an old man in the first place? You got to be a piece of fucking shit in the first place to do that. Um 57 police officers in Buffalo. Let me say that again. 57 police officers in Buffalo in New York have resigned from the force the force's emergency response team following the suspension of two officers who are seen in the video pushing a 75-year-old protester. A source close to the situation said Friday an invest- investigation is underway in a protest incident uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo called wholly unjustified and utterly disgraceful. The man was seriously injured. Video of the demonstration Thursday shows a row of officers walking towards the man and and, put, and two pushing him. His head bleeds on the sidewalk as the officers walk past him, some looking down at him. And what what's not mentioned in this article is how one of the officers actually tried to help him. But the, he uh, pushed him away. The other uh, one of the officers grabbed him, and pulled him back. Mm hmm. And I'm like, yo, is that how that right there was a perfect uh, illustration of how a lot of departments don't get the bad apples out of the fucking way? Yeah. Right. So you don't want to have a fraternity of pieces of shit in your department. Because right? they ain't the only ones doing it. The shit that's happening in the Bakersfield, if you think it's only stopping with a few officers, you are wrong. Yeah, it's across the board. It's across the board. You got to get these sorry motherfuckers out of here because these are the same people that's arresting people on the street and getting them locked up. But in actuality, they locking them up so they can steal their drugs and put them back on the street.
1: Yeah. Oh, we
0: didn't even talk about uh Sheriff
1: Youngblood. Oh yeah, that and guy. you know it, we talked about it before. Where you know last week when I was saying like I voted for him before, but I was kind of ignorant to the fact that he um you know he made those statements about saying it's it's cheaper to shoot somebody than it is to to um to arrest them. Right. Um so he he released a statement and you know is is the cliche statements like yeah we you know we reviewed the tape and we seen that George Floyd died innocently and he you know there was no reason for that officer to do that and we review a lot of the incidents that go on here in Bakersfield and all this you know these these this cookie cutter statements and you could tell he was probably reading based off of something that he wrote or maybe a secretary wrote or maybe the whoever is the best writer in the in the room wrote. Um, But, you know, a lot of these people are coming out and making these kind of statements. But at the same time, um, there's no action behind anything that they're saying. Like if there was so much accountability in your office then why is a guy like you know what's his name Demazio uh, yeah. or Diaz or whatever? Why is he getting out in three years, or why is the other person getting three months of probation? Yeah, like one is,
0: well, well, he's with the sheriff's. The B, it was, other one was with BPD.
1: Okay, yeah, but either
0: way, they're getting slaps on the wrist for committing heinous crimes. You right. know what I mean? So right, yeah. Sheriff Youngblood was caught on tape. He said, "Uh, uh employees union that it was better to find it was better financially to kill suspects than to cripple them." Yeah, and this—the release of this twelve-year-old recording comes as a union representation Kern County's jailers is endorsing Youngblood's opponent in the upcoming election. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that—that's ridiculous. Youngblood was seeking the union's endorsement in two thousand six when he posed the question: "When a deputy shoots somebody, which way is better financially—to cripple them or kill them—for the county? Kill them." <laughs> he put, "Kill them" can be heard out of the out of view of the camera. Absolutely. Young blood responds, because if you cripple them, you have to take care of them for life, and that cost goes way up. And it's like, God damn, man. Mm -hmm. Like it's like at the end of the day, you gotta understand, is is he telling people to kill people? No. But is it is he telling them not to kill people? No. Yeah. 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 That's Mm -hmm. a problem.
1: Yeah. And these pe these are smart people. Intelligent people. Like we, t- we talked about before, like the systematic oppression that, you know, that is uh, is upon us right now as far as, you know, minorities in the black community. These are genius ideas. You know right, what I mean? Redlining right, right. and, oh, yeah. you know, like just the different, uh, the housing discrimination and all these things are intricate things in order to keep a certain people where they are at. You know, 100%. there's no room for progress for us because of because of the um these genius systems that these people are put together. Right. So you gotta think people like Sheriff Youngblood, um, these are the people putting these things together. So they're very careful with their yeah. words. Oh yeah. And they're 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 walking this line of like racism but not <laughs> racist and like <laughs> like we don't want them here, but we kinda do want them here. So it's just like don't don't put anything past any of these people like these 100%. Youngblood, Trump yeah. Candace Owens, Tommy yeah. Lauren; these are the same kind of people, and they are very, um, their their
0: uh, semantics is extremely important for oh, these yeah. people. It's a lot of purely semantics, mm-hmm. but what we have to do is is because you know you you grouped all these people together, most of them being conservative, they will think that you are you know avid uh, super left wing, just making right wing people look bad. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also mentioned numerous times Joe Biden, Joe Biden. Hillary Clinton. These are these type of people. Hot sauce, yeah, hot sauce. You know, pandering to black people for Mm-mm. votes and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are fully aware of what's going on, on the left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are fully aware of the bullshit going on over there. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, to make a long story short, man, um, there's a lot of horrible policing going on. People say, "Well, you don't know their job. You don't know what they're doing." No, I do not know what they're doing. But what I can state is, it is a very fucking serious job. And if you got people in there that are bad apples, then you know you got a whole lot more of these bad motherfuckers. And Mm -hmm. you and all they are are people. At the end of the day, they are people. And uh, a badge and a gun will never change what's in a person's mind or in his heart, ever. Mm -hmm. Period. All right, switching gears. That's real. Um, The NFL admits to being wrong. Okay, Uh, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Right. (laughs) Basically, saying we're wrong for not. Uh, 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 Roger Goodell stated that he, you know, was wrong for not uh, backing, yeah, uh, listening, to listening to players, players. Yeah, it was so convenient, Mister Roger Goodell. So convenient that you watched the whole landscape of the world change before you could come to this conclusion. Yeah. But what basically happened is is Roger Goodell fell victim to to the social pressures, right? What he's watching is he's watching Amazon saying we stand in solidarity with you know our black community, Black Lives Matter. He's watching you know uh a bank of america donate a billion dollars to uh, uh social inequality and injustice and stuff and then he's seeing all these other disney plus saying we we stand in solidarity with our black community you seeing all these different people saying we stand in solidarity with black people and you realize that you did not stand in solidarity with black people when you had the very first chance to fucking do it Mm-hmm. okay you were first in line you have four years to see this going on and what you did is you figure oh it's bad for business man so what we'll do is we're going to come up with these other you know these other foundations for black people and donate them some money but we can't let Kaepernick back in because it might affect our bottom line when in actuality what happened is is Kaepernick was four years ahead of your dumb ass okay mm-hmm. now you look horrible for not having Kaepernick in, and you've made an apology to, to to you know the players in the NFL. When in actuality, you owe a huge apology to Colin Kaepernick. You need to say his name. If you don't say his name, that shows that you have no integrity as a man. Yeah, member. that whole statement was, was walking
1: around Colin Kaepernick. One hundred percent, because it it was it was some it was some NFL players. It was a few of them, <clears throat> oh, yeah. but it wasn't a it wasn't a, a lot like the way he made it seem. It was right. really. Colin Kaepernick, um, Eric Reed, and a few other people. But what what I'm curious to know is how do you think the NFL would have handled a Donald Sterling situation? Oh, man, because to, to me, to me, the way that they moved, it felt like because the NFL took. Sorry, my bad. The NFL <laughs> took. Um, the NFL took action quick. They you know they got him out of there to ban him for life. It was it was done for. No, oh, the, the NBA you meant. NBA Yeah, NBA, yeah. sorry. Clippers. But I feel like the NFL, like, they might have slapped him on the wrist, hit him with a fine or something like that, and just, yeah. just kept it moving. So I think that's Yeah. Crazy. Or there would
0: have been a there what happens is, is the NFL does some really corny shit. Like I, I think what I've seen them do before is I remember when Ray Rice pulled his wife out of the fucking uh ele, elevator and beat the shit out of her, right? Mm-hmm and everybody's like oh my god then the nfl came out with a a commercial that says um you should never hit a woman and it shows like eli like a a whole bunch of slides of different nfl players never 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 hit a woman when i think that's actually a horrible commercial to have and this is why no you shouldn't hit women but domestic violence is not just a man hitting woman issue yeah. Domestic violence is an, is domestic violence. You could say the NFL, we don't support domestic violence. You should never hit a person. Cause what happens is, is now it looks like you're pandering. You're mm-hmm. pandering to make it look socially acceptable. When in actuality, you don't give a fuck that these players beat their girlfriends. You don't give a fuck that they out here drunk and on coke. You don't give a fuck. As long as they could get catch, uh, touchdowns and run the ball, you don't give a fuck. Yeah. Cause w- why is it that you allow all these <coughs> players to infiltrate the system and get in trouble, be get DUIs and all. It's
1: only when shit. they it's only when they see uh when we see something visually, when something goes viral on right. Twitter or T M Z drop something that it's a problem. Because
0: outside of that, they be swooping a lot of stuff under the rug just oh, to protect yeah. that shield that they have. Oh, 100%. Like mm-hmm. Michael Irvin used to do some wild shit. And, mm-hmm. and I remember one time they showed, my dad pointed it out, and he was right, actually. It showed uh, 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 Jerry Jones showing up to court for Michael Irvin, and he had like a silver briefcase, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, yeah, there's a lot of money in that fucking briefcase. <laughs> and then he after he he left the courtroom without the briefcase, Yeah. and then Michael Irvin was free. That's I'm crazy. like you that, think
1: about Aaron Hernandez also, yeah. I mean he he didn't get out of the NFL until he got busted for murder, had, yeah. Until he had to go
0: to prison, Yeah, he had problems before that.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. In college, that it's, just a, it's a whole system that they got, and yeah, they got the know, best lawyers. Oh yeah, yeah. So they they're trying to protect they're trying to protect themselves above anything. Trying to p- protect, they don't that. they don't care. You know, that statement he said, it just, and it just his passion. You don't even see no passion in his voice. It's just a statement he's reading. And he also
0: looks like he's in some
1: random apartment
0: here in Bakersfield. Yeah. yeah. Uh, First of all, they're not just protecting themselves, uh, college, these institutions, they're protecting their assets. Yeah. They, They look at a player as an asset because without that player on the field, they're not gonna get as many people in the stands probably, and they have a less chance of winning games. Mm-hmm. So they want to make sure, even if this kid's a piece of shit, they want to make sure he's protected so they can keep winning games. They don't give a fuck. You know, you know what the difference between like the
1: NFL is and the NBA. What I, is that? I think LeBron James is the best player in NFL. I mean, in the NBA, uh-huh. and he's very vocal. You know, he, you, right. you can't shut him up because. He runs the league. Yeah, he he sells the most shoes. He's on every commercial. He, right. you know, he has, you know, he's you know, soon to be billionaire. Um, and he can say what he wants to. Like can't nobody can't nobody tell LeBron James anything. When you think about the NFL, the best player, which is probably always gonna be like and it's not really because it's so many different positions, so you can't say it specifically, but right. the best player is generally like a quarterback, right? A guy like right. a Aaron Rodgers or right, Tom right, Brady. Right. And these are all like part of the good old boys, really. Yeah. So, um and they don't have their voice reach if Tom Brady came out and said something, like his voice would reach so far. Oh just yeah, Because yeah. he's the you know, he's the he's the guy in the NFL. Oh, he's yeah. the face of the NFL. Oh yeah. But he's you know, he's a header plays golf with trump and all these different things so mm-hmm. you know we don't, we just don't have the luxury like if colin kaepernick was he the, said he
0: used to i don't know if he still does yeah i doubt
1: he plays anymore just because yeah. he's, he's in office and stuff yeah, he but he's
0: out of everything though. yeah yeah
1: yeah um at least publicly
0: but yeah, true
1: if colin kaepernick was like the tom brady his voice would reach so much further and that's like the thing that hurts me the most is because it's like you said, like it's just an asset. When people realize that Colin Kaepernick wasn't putting up the stats that he was when he was on his Super Bowl run,
0: they got a matter it quick. So, yeah, um, I, I will say this though too, man. Um, to me, it just it's just it's unfortunate that everything has to bounce off of how can this financially hurt me or how can it help me. And at the end of the day, I think it's more of a moral issue, not like a business issue. Yeah. And it's like, yo, like you had so many chances at doing something. And then now what's going to happen is there's going to be open invitations. There's going to be teams trying to get Colin Kaepernick now. But I just think Colin's not going to be interested in playing football anymore. And I don't think he should play personally. Because, I mean he, all this time he's been more he's been better than most of the quarterbacks in the NFL a lot of these guys have been garbage and Colin Kaepernick could have been starting somewhere mm-hmm. or at least a backup for Christ's sake mm-hmm. and he got no shot at it and I think was he 33 or 32 can't remember I'm not sure he's one of those but yeah. I just don't think it's in his best interest to play anymore. I mean, you you don't need to bang yourself up and hit people when you've when you're doing that much more, what you're doing means so much more than football, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, this is in this pretty much the same conversation, but we go ahead and switch gears from here. Um, Drew Brees, um, the, the the context of the conversation Drew Brees was having was about the flag. Right. Um, And it was about the protest. And Drew Brees started it off basically stating, like, first of all, like, I, I mean, I don't agree with anybody disrespecting the flag. That's what he prefaced his statement with. He said... It well, had I, nothing to do with the question. Not, really didn't have too much to do with the question. But... <laughs> The thing about it to me is, is like what it means to me, and it's like what you're doing is you're changing the narrative when everyone understands what the narrative is, especially now where we're watching the world be flipped upside down, and you got a bunch of white people yelling "Black Lives Matter," you got a bunch of Mexicans, a bunch of uh of of Asian, everybody saying "Black Lives Matter" right now. Mm-hmm. The gothic
1: kid that was you
0: yeah, know, the, weirdo, the, the gothic the, kid, the, with anarchy
1: wearing, tattoos and
0: whatnot. That, the the devil worshipper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing, that you know, people standing in solidarity with with uh, uh, people of color, man, standing in that solidarity with Black people. I think it's amazing. You yeah, know, I think that as a Black man, I-, I owe it to anybody that I feel is going through something, whether it be women or whoever. Uh, That you know, I I let them know that I care about them. I think this is a beautiful time in American history, but yeah, uh, I don't want to stray too far from the topic. Uh, With Drew Brees, when him stating that, basically said my my two grandfathers served, and what that flag means to me is, you know, that you know my country and this and that, and you know, and you know my two grandfathers served, blah blah blah. But it's for one, he's changing the narrative, and two, if you want to be on par with what Drew Brees is talking about, let's do it. Okay, black men have served in every war that every white man has. Mm-hmm. They just didn't get a hero's welcome when they came home. Yeah, they got called niggers. You couldn't even drink out the same fucking water faucet. Yeah. Okay. So don't don't sit here. They couldn't even receive the the same type of medals. They received those medals uh uh after they had already died. Mm-hmm. What do you call what's that called? Uh, posthumously, popthum, apothemously like posthumous, but uh, yeah, posthumously. Mm-hmm. So they, by the time they received the medals, a lot of them had already passed on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, the medals of valor and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's really fucked up. And the problem with it is this, you cannot make your, the, the America that you see, you cannot make it the same as mine. Because me and your, me and your view of America is different. Yeah. Right? And even if you say, oh, well, if America's different, then just go, but then, then leave the country. Well, uh, you brought me here, motherfucker. So mm-hmm. I can't, I can't. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't getting on a plane now. It's coronavirus on that. Yeah,
1: it's that. coronavirus on that plane. I definitely ain't getting on no boat. That's post-traumatic stress right Yeah, there.
0: I'm not going back to Africa. They got, mm-hmm. Ebo- they got Ebola right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exchanging Corona for Ebola. <laughs> got a better shot out here. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there
1: with you. And I, I say this all the time, but you can you can hear in people's tones when when they're just regurgitating sentiments that they've heard. You right, know? right. Like right. my grandfather was in it. okay, that's cool. You know, like you said, yeah, like you said, there was a lot of a lot of black people, even in even in the Civil War, there was a lot of black people in there losing their lives right next to your grandparents and your great grandfather and stuff like that. So that's cool, like you know. But in in what also happens is that every time people like a Drew Brees like creates this tangential conversation they're straying away from the topic at hand and this was more so about police brutality it had nothing to do with your flag and you know it's cool that you want to have an american flag on on, you know and as a as a pillar on your you know your estate or whatever but this was strictly about police brutality this was strictly about people like george floyd dying at the hands of police officers right right um it had nothing to do with your flag. I I just don't. I actually don't really see the correlation. No, nah. you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, weird. but um, yeah, it's just Drew Brees. What what is really unfortunate is um, a lot of people don't really get it. They they'll say like. Right. How could you say that Drew Brees, like, you know, you're you're you have black offensive linemen and you throw to black receivers right. and stuff like that. When what a lot of people don't realize is that even if you play football with these people, um a lot of that is just like your your teammates, but right, you're right. not necessarily friends. Like um a lot of my teammates that I play with in, in um in high school a lot of them I don't really speak to that much. You mm-hmm. know, there's a couple people that I that I do talk to, but those were, like, my real friends. The other guys was, like, people we just kind of went to war with, but we are so far away from each other, like, as far as, right. like, our social dynamic and our community and stuff like that. Like, right. you know, we're, we're, we're just on the field together at, at a certain point. But what is also unfortunate is, like, black people won you a Super Bowl, Drew Brees, like how could you not like be more appreciative of what they've done for you in in your in your NFL career
0: two words tone deaf yeah it, to Drew Brees is extremely tone deaf and a lot of and a lot of people especially in America and this is no shot at white people specifically but it kind of is cuz a lot of y'all have been tone deaf about the history of this country mm-hmm. and it's not to say you racist or none of that it's the fact that you tone deaf and the fact that you don't acknowledge what other people have been through because you have this assumption of how great America is when America does not mean the same thing for everyone. Right. Imagine this. Let me give you a brief example. He talked about his grandfather's fought in the war, his great grandfather and them. But imagine this. Imagine you fighting in World War One. Right. You're a black man and you're fighting in a separate company because you can't even be in the same company as the white soldier. So mm-hmm. you segregated in a war and you come home to fight another war against people that you live in the same country with. Not to mention, you come from World War 1 and you move and and you and you happen to live in Tulsa, right? So you you leave the war and then you get bombed in a domestic terrorist attack by your own people in America. Imagine that. Mhm don't try to tell black people how great america is for them when they got bombed in their own country okay do your history don't listen to me don't get mad and say ah he's just bringing up old stuff don't try to invalidate someone else's experience either i've noticed a lot of that Mm -hmm. that's like me as a man telling a woman like oh it ain't that bad what you've been through yeah it's not that bad how do i know Mm -hmm. you know you have to take time to shut the fuck up sometimes Yeah. That's what you need to do. You need to shut the fuck up. And the funny thing about it, too, is Drew Brees is all super, all pro uh, Hall of Famer. And not to mention, I mean, a quarterback. Do I think Drew Brees is racist? No, I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't get the racist, I don't get anything racist from him. But I have a problem with him being tone deaf because he's making a conscious effort to not fucking listen. And then when he came back.
1: They always say ignorance of the law is no excuse. 100%. If you didn't know that Jay Walken was illegal, like you would still
0: get a ticket. 1,000%. And I think that the biggest issue with being tone deaf in 2020 is it is a conscious choice. Being ignorant as well in 2020 is a choice. There's too much fucking information out there for you to be saying, Oh, I think disrespecting the flag Because it's the but, most outdated you know, narrative But also like he got that Information from somewhere
1: He 100%. probably listening to Fox News or whatever oh, When he man. was you know, on his, in his off day or whatever And he, like I, I I know that he's heard that from somewhere Because it's just a cliche that These people say when they want to talk about Colin Kaepernick Yeah. He, and also he just threw that information out there It was just like hey Drew Brees how's your day Going well I just don't like People disrespecting the flag <laughs> So I ain't had no, I didn't ask that.
0: How'd you sound? How'd you sound <laughs> Drew Brees? I don't. Everybody disrespecting my flag. Like, I didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Drew Brees, you can tell he feels horrible. And I think he's not a bad person at all. I think yeah. he's not. He's done a lot for the community out there with the Saints. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna put a blanket on him People so like fuck him. you a racist. Fuck him. And I'm like, nah, bro. That's Somebody not. Somebody burning up his jersey. That's that's not cool, bro. Don't do that, man. I just think that this is the time to educate. And yeah. I think that, uh, okay, here he actually has a post and he tagged the president. And he did this two days ago. It says, two at Real Donald Trump, uh, through my ongoing conversations with friends, teammates, and leaders in the black community, I realized this is not an issue about the American flag. It has never been. We can no longer use the flag to turn people away to, or distract them from the real issues that face our black communities. We did this back in 2017. And regretfully, I brought It back with my comments this week we must stop talking about the flag and shift our attention to the real issues of systemic racial injustice economic oppression police brutality and judicial and prison reform we are at a crucial juncture in our nation's history if not now then when we as white we as the white as a white community need to listen and learn from the pain and suffering of our black communities we must acknowledge the problems identify the solutions and then put this into action. The black community cannot do it alone. This will require all of us. I think that that was I think that was great, man. I think especially it was adding Donald Trump. Yeah, you adding him. So it's like, yo, you, he's trying to make a conscious effort to let people know like, hey, yeah. I fucked up. I'm sorry. I need to throw a touchdown and I need a black person Got to catch it.
2: <laughs>
0: so let me make sure I say the man, right that's thing. That's funny. Yeah. So I think it's a mixture of him I think it's a mixture of 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 him genuinely caring. Yeah. And I, uh, control, mm-hmm. and I think it's a mixture of damage control. And I think it's a mixture of, man, I should have watched my mouth when I said it the first yeah, time. Yeah. So, so we, we got it. We got it. But,
1: you know, with that, we have to allow people room to grow, you know? Right. We, we've been on this podcast and we've said things that we've, we've, been able to uh correct, you know, we've corrected some of our sins or like admitted to some of our sins that we've we've done so we got to allow people like um Drew Brees room to 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 uh to uh correct some of the the
0: the things that he said. Right? Mm-hmm. 100% man. My thing is, is, I don't like holding people to one idea. I'm not gonna look at Drew Brees when he puts that jersey on and be like, "Look at this fucking racist!" Like that's, <laughs> that's not how I get down. I think yeah. that you should never, if anybody makes an an honest uh a uh, stride forward to try to you know to help a situation, because everybody was pissed off. All his teammates was pissed mm-hmm. off. Emmanuel Sanders is pissed off. My, uh, Michael Thomas, all of them was just like, "Wow," mm-hmm. you know, really upset. LeBron James waiting on it. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, man, and, you know, here to add uh, a little bit of context to it, too, as well, uh, Fox News, uh, Laura Ingram. um, Wow. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, Fox News, Laura Ingram had told LeBron James to shut up and dribble years ago when he made a comment about the current administration. And then when Drew Brees and basically told him to shut up and dribble because he was an athlete, basically, and that's what he's good at. He's stick to sports. Mm And then when Drew Brees made a comment, he said, Well, he's human. He has an opinion. It's fine. So you couldn't even keep the same energy.
1: Straight contradiction. My thing is is, this this podcast is just one contradiction after another. Candace Owens,
0: Donald Trump, Laura Ingram. It's It's ridiculous. I have no problem with real people. If you stand on something, stand on it. That's Mm -hmm. cool. Stand on it. If you stand on it and you genuine about it, I got none. I got no problem. Even if I don't like what you're talking about, I can't jump out the window and be mad at you for saying that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, when when if if you feel that there's merit to it, fine. But when you flip flop, that means you not you don't even agree with yourself. Yeah, that's a problem.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That there's there's so many inadequacies with what you're doing. You know, you need to stop it. Um, my advice to Drew Brees is. You've done an amazing job your whole career with um, knowing the endless nuances of your offense, you know, where people are supposed to line up, what the snap count is. You did an amazing job going through drills, do an amazing job calling plays. Mm -hmm. And since you do all those things right, this proved that your true feelings came out when you responded. Yeah. You know what That's I'm what saying? Sucks about it was conscious.
1: Situation. Yeah, and in especially the city that he plays football in. Right. i mean, in this. Yeah. So it's just like, it's like he just brought that city so much joy, and I know 100%. it crushed a lot of black people in New Orleans oh, to yeah. see like their quarter, their quarterback of
0: their team would say something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think what you have to understand is this: it's it's not the fact that you need to pander to black people. You don't need to pander to black people and feel the way they feel. Off the top when something happens But what you need to do is not invalidate Other people's experiences That's what you don't do that's real dumb What he could have said is this if it was brought up He could say, hey I understand a lot of people Have a way that they feel about you know The national anthem and I respect them And I support them mm-hmm. and then just Shut the fuck up yeah. you would have never had a Problem if you said that even if you did not Agree with what people were doing In regards to the protest uh, And not standing for the uh, the national Anthem you could have said look I support their right to do that as an American citizen and that's where I stand and I really don't want to speak much more about it. Mm-hmm. Boom. Then you get then nobody can say nothing about you. Yeah, not saying nothing is very powerful. It's called the Fifth Amendment. Yeah, you can, you can <laughs>
1: Yeah, you could yeah, you could get yourself out of a lot of stick a lot of sticky situations by just not saying nothing.
0: I plead the fifth, four five fifth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah shit. Mm-hmm Yeah. All right. Uh, Switching gears. uh, It's the last one here. Um, Not speaking up doesn't mean you're not trying to change the world. And and let me add some context to that. Um, Basically, there's a lot of people posting the black box on Instagram. There's a lot of people posting the Black Lives Matter. There's a lot of people posting a lot of stuff with the protests, going to protests, all of that. And let me be let me be very clear when I say this. If you're not a person that speaks up about everything. I don't expect you to speak up about this. You know, some people talk about, you know, they always posting about, you know, certain, uh, you know, it'd be like whether it's LGBT or they talking about, you know, PETA or global warming. They talk about all these different issues and concerns. And then if you consciously don't say nothing about this, then now I got to hold you accountable because you're the type of person that talks about everything and you got nothing to say about this. Then I'm like, uh, yeah, you kind of fishy. But if you're a person that that's not how you get down, you know, if you feel like you could do change in this world just by being a kind and genuine person and caring about people, that's all the fuck you need to do. Yeah. You know, like I mentioned earlier, people posting that black box on on Instagram, that was another level of like virtue signaling. They probably felt like, yeah, I posted the black box. Now all the black people will love me now, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, um, If it's not genuine, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there. I think that
1: there's... um, Because what happens is we as a community, we're putting a lot of pressure on these people to just say anything. right? And then it comes off as disingenuous, you know, and, you know, for me myself, like, I don't speak on every, you know, issue that's going on in the world because part of it is like, and, and it may sound a little harsh, but like, I just don't care about every single issue that humans are dealing with. Like, you almost can't because you'll, you know, you'll lose your mind trying to, you know, figure out what's going on in the Middle East and then what's going on in Africa and then the penguins are dying and the polar bears are, you know they can't find any food and right. you know, the freaking bees and murder bees <laughs> and it's like it's, it's just too much. Like you I feel like as a human being, you pick like four or five issues that you genuinely care about and then you just go hard on those. Right. So like I can understand why there's some people out there that are just like I just this it's I don't really have a um I don't really have a dog in the fight, so I'm gonna just kinda sit this one out. And then I can respect you. But like you said, if you're that kind of person that's like Every every situation that comes out, R. Kelly, you you know you stop listening to R. Kelly, you stop yeah. watching the Cosby Show, you want Chris Brown to be canceled, and then when this issue arises with George Floyd, you just silent or you posting selfies. I'm like, nah, I don't, I, don't, I, I can't yeah. let that fly. What what did annoy me though, like there, there that 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 um was it that Tuesday they did like the blackout on Tuesday.
0: Uh, I can't remember
1: I think so Yeah I think, I think so. it was It was Tuesday But What I What I had seen was There was some people And these are black people And Like You know, it kind of bothered me that some people was just living a regular life. Like any other day of the week is fine. You know, you post a selfie, you post a picture of your boyfriend. That's cool. But there were some people that was just posting regularly. And I was like, yo, this is this is crazy. Like this is this is not the time to be posting a selfie. This is a time to be like spreading information and stuff like that. But so that, you know, it it did kind of bother me seeing like people in, in my community just out here posting like regular selfies. But like you don't have to, you know, you could do whatever you want to. But I'm just telling you how I feel about that situation. Yeah,
0: man. Uh, yeah, I, I just think at the end of the day, there was a, a buddy of ours. Uh, shout out to to Blake, man, Blake Reed. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he basically was like, you know, he had some concerns. You know, people saying things like, if you ain't posting this or blackout page, you you ain't shit or whatever, like yeah. that. And he was feeling kind of fucked up, like man, it's like he's what like, I, I do, yeah, I'm not a person that really is like always thrust myself into things. And I was like, look, man, if if it's on your heart to do it, then cool. But if it's not, don't do it because yeah. it's not genuine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's like, that was re- that was refreshing to hear that. Yeah, you know? and my thing is, is, I don't think it's cool, like as whether it's the black community or whoever it is, to chastise people that don't like come out and say, oh, you know. You know, they don't come out in the droves and support you the way that you think they should. Mm-hmm. I think that any support should be organic. It should never be uh, like uh, solicited. Yeah. Like, for example, when people talk about this podcast and they say, man, you guys are great. I love your podcast. I say, man, I appreciate it. And you know why I like it when they say that? It's because it's organic. I didn't say, hey, man, hey, 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 do you like listening to the podcast? You think it's cool? Mm-hmm. I don't do that because it's not coming from a genuine place. Yeah. So why would I expect anybody else to just you know be doing that when it's probably not genuine?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I didn't post that little. I didn't square. <laughs> and
0: me and Keith both black. Both of did, <laughs> both of us did not post that black square.
1: I'm yeah. Like, and and what I want people to know is that I do more work than you do for our community. Like we right. we did. You know, our platform is this podcast in, in art. So this is you know, this is what I do. Like if I'm shooting a short film, if I'm shooting, uh, you know, like music, if I'm making you know a song or if I'm doing this podcast, all of that stuff is to in the attempt to uplift our community. And even in my normal conversations, like me and Eddie are always talking about like the best thing that we can do for our community on a person in person level is like to grow our net worth. And with money comes, like, more opportunities and more power. We can, do, we can do more for our community, and we can also be an example for our community. Right. But there are some people out there that is just posting the square, and then they go into whatever store, and they smoking weed, and they drinking 40, they drinking Old English. So it's like, <laughs> don't be that guy that's, like, trying to, like, be this rah-rah black activist all of a sudden when you're not right. really putting the work in.
0: Nah, man. Yeah. Nah, not at all. Mm-hmm. Um. All I know is this, man. I, I just want to leave you with this. We'll we'll shoot back to what we said when we first opened up the podcast. Make sure you take a mental health break. Yeah, uh, from social media. It's a lot of shit going on, and it feels like you're drowning almost. Yeah, like you feel like you're, you know, you're you're submerged in everything that's going on, and you're gonna need you're gonna need to take some time uh, to yourself. You, you, I mean, there's people getting in all these arguments on social media. You got all this shit going yeah. on. And it, it ain't helping you, man, because mm-hmm. this shit ain't going to stop. It's going to be going on for quite some time, and you need to – you got to focus on your life, man.
1: Yeah. I know for me, like, uh, I was in my office, like, late one night. It was the other day. It was probably, like – I probably left there, like, midnight or, like, one in the morning. And you hearing all the protests and stuff going around, people walking by, chanting and stuff, um, which is cool. But I know when I left I, – I'm. Normally, I'm a little bit stressed around police officers, but like just the current times and stuff like that, and people getting shot with freaking rubber bullets and stuff like that, I've just been a little bit more on edge. So, um, you know, I've just been trying to do little things in order to kind of keep myself in check. Like I went to church today just to kind of ease my mind, but um, I literally like made like certain. I just almost went out of my way. In order to like avoid police officers, just because like they have you know certain curfews going around in different cities and stuff, and I just didn't want to like almost out of fear, like I you know like you almost like when you see a when you used to see a bully in the hallway and you would walk the other way just to you know just to avoid the bully, but that's kind of how I felt when I was driving home, and it's I it's like two turns in in order to get to my house from my office, but. Like I went a completely different way and hit a couple backstreets just to avoid the police. So, I think um, you know, for everybody out there, like you know, just try to find like happy spaces to be in, and like I said, get off of social media for a little bit. Um, just try to try to find some positivity in the in these trying times. Um, yeah, like watch a you know watch a movie that can bring you some joy because it's a lot of stuff. Like it's it's hard to take in all of this information you know especially like even the last podcast i'm i'm almost glad this podcast was a little bit more lighthearted right. cuz last week was like it was it was rough bro like a yeah. lot of
0: that last know. week was like the equivalent of like when you hear that really that daunting like doom sound, yeah. sound in like a horror movie like dun 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 yeah <laughs> yeah 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 man well looks like that's the end of it man um We appreciate you taking time to listen to this long podcast. How long was this one, man? It was two hours and 22 minutes. Okay, yeah. I have a
1: quick question, though. Uh Um, As far as like this this policing thing, Uh like do you think we
0: need police officers? Of course we do. We need police officers so we don't have fucking anarchy in the street. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We need police officers for sure, but the thing about it is we need good police officers. It's a job that you can't you can't you don't want to compromise um the department by having pieces of shit in there mm-hmm. you got to get them out but do we need police officers of course we do um there's some people that say we don't need the cops at all man all we need is security now we need somebody that can legally uh handle the situation when when it needs to be handled yeah. so am i anti police no and if you thought I was, I feel bad for you. we need the fucking cops. I'm a tax paying I'm a tax American citizen and if you fucking shit up I'm going to call the cops on you bottom line Yeah
1: I'm still pondering the idea I need to do like more like research because at a certain point in time there was no such thing as police officers So I'm just like I want to do like more research so I I don't really have an answer for that um mm. but I do know in my day-to-day life like I rarely use the police like they don't right they don't really affect my you life,
0: you don't, but how many stupid people exist in this world that need you need the cops to get away from stupid people?
1: yeah, <laughs> that's true, but I'm just saying like you know i i don't I can't really remember a time where I've called the police, um so that's just like my personal experience, so I just want to know I just want to like do like more research as to like different communities or like. What we were doing as a
0: as a country before there were police officers? Mm, so I'm just I curious. Yeah, man, I don't, man, honestly, I've been want to call the police on a couple of people, but like, hey, excuse me, uh, this motherfucker's cock blocking me. Me <laughs> and I was gonna hook up with this chick, and this motherfucker came out of nowhere trying to block yeah. this. You know,
1: I mean, that police officer is probably already in that girl's DMs because he know them. It's nasty out here This is the office of Big Cock. <laughs> Did you see They were like It said something like Offering like Two hundred dollars To like Quiet people about Sexual assault allegations And uh, stuff nah, I didn't see that Yeah That was like part of the um The The investigation That Kamala Harris did wow. on, on the BPD Yeah I forget the word they used It was such a great word That they wow. They used to uh, Describe the amount of money Wow But it was so, It was like It was It was chump change
0: Wow, you must be, oh wow, whatever Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we thank you For listening to episode 115, thank you for listening to A Trucker's Mind podcast, I'm Eddie McGee It's your boy K Fings, out of here Peace